You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big money on your outdoor project now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth. So you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save big money at Menards. Hey, everybody. We are debating Flat Earth. And we are starting right now with our opening statement from Iger Television. The floor is all yours, Iger Television. All right, can you guys see the video? Yes. Everything we know about the universe, what we're made of, galaxies, stars, planets, that's all right here. So according to this chart, we are 96% stupid. So the problem with cosmology is that we keep inventing theories, uh, ad hoc theories, to try to explain the data, such as inflation, dark matter, dark energy, and so on, just to keep patching the theory up. There is a crisis in cosmology. Usually in science, if we're off by a factor of two or a factor of ten, we call that horrible. We say, something's wrong with the theory. We're off by a factor of ten. However, in cosmology... We're off by a factor of 10 to the 120. That is one with 120 zeros after it. This is the largest mismatch between theory and experiment in the history of science. What is gravity? We have no idea. Okay, next question. I don't know. Nobody in the entire world knows why that falls. So what is pushing this? Why does that fall? Newton didn't know. We can describe it pretty accurately. We can describe it pretty accurately, but no one knows why. We can describe gravity. We can say what it does to other things. We can we can measure it, predict with it. I don't need a computer to get a kid interested in that, to spend a week playing with gravity and trying to understand it and come up with reasons why. So what is pushing this? Nobody knows why. So Newton simply threw his hands up and said, I don't know. So I'm going to invent something called gravitational pull. Or maybe leading other beings from another place. Have you ever wondered what it's like another planet? Did you watch a science show and come to believe you understand it? You feel empowered by the knowledge and you feel enlightened. Listen in to Bill Nye and Neil deGrasse Tyson. But then you wake up and you start to see the obvious. Life is just a lie and this whole world ain't what we thought it was. NASA's missions to the moon were never completed. They just took a role and people believe it. I used to wonder what it's like to be an astronaut. Now when I see them acting, I can't help but to laugh a lot. They give us cartoons and they claim that we live on the ball. But it's flat and it's not moving. Or spinning it all. Why are you lying to us, man? That's something that we want to know. After that, you're going to have to be written by winners of war. Suggest you would order bizarre Freemasons and more. They pulled the veil over our eyes, and it's time to awaken. Through organized indoctrination, our minds have been taken. It's time we take our power back and we rescue our people. The Vatican and the bankers are like resident evil. They may have had the greatest plan that was ever concocted, but Illuminati never thought that they'd ever be spotted. They're manufacturing reality all in our heads. They tell you if the earth 
this life and you'll fall off the edge. But if it is a skating ball, you won't fall off it then. And gravity is our imaginary magic friends. Why is water always flat when unmanipulated? Why are pictures of the earth computer generated? Why are you lying to us, man? That's something that we want to know. After that, you're going to have to pack up all your stuff and go. There is no proof that everything that we see today is the result of the Big Bang, which claims that nothing exploded into everything. That's absolutely absurd. Humans did not evolve over millions of years from ape-like creatures. Where are the countless missing links? Where's a creature that looks like it's in between apes and humans? There aren't any. And gravity is complete nonsense. You aren't stuck to the side of a spinning ball right now that's tilting, wobbling, and flying through outer space at over a half a million miles per hour. Space doesn't exist. When you look up at the night sky, you can see what's the end of the Stars embedded in the firmament. Planets are called wandering stars because they move differently than the rest of the stars. Earth is not a planet. Earth is a plane, and the planets are just luminaries in the night sky. We aren't floating around in outer space. Earth is a level and motionless plane, and it's covered by a dome. If you take the time to look at all this seriously, you'll see that you are being separated. Separated. Praise God. Dear NASA, it's becoming 100% crystal clear that you and the other space programs that are in operation are connected and are deceiving the entire world. More and more people are killed. We're not able to see right through you. But what we really want to know is, why are you lying? And do you really think that you get away with it? It's time to pack all your stuff and go. Sincerely, men, women, children, children, this earth. They're beautiful, beautiful earth. Okay, well, Ptolemy refined this earth center. For 1,500 years, Ptolemy's system was used as the basis of astronomy and calendars, and it worked quite well. Copernicus hated that, and Copernicus set about to undo Ptolemy's greatest discovery. While working at the request of Pope Leo X on improvements to the Julian calendar, Copernicus conceived what turned out to be the foundational idea of modernity itself. The idea that the Earth moved. Not all were persuaded by Copernicus, however. The greatest astronomer of the time, Tycho Brahe, developed a new geocentric model. The planets orbit the Sun, and the Sun orbits the Earth. Tycho hired a young assistant named Johannes Kepler in 1600. Kepler, working on his own development of the Copernican system, needed Tycho's observations, but Tycho refused to part with them. When Tycho died suddenly and mysteriously in 1601, Kepler took charge of Tycho's observations and used them to develop his own system. In Kepler's system, the sun is in the center while the planets move on ellipses, non-uniformly. The ellipse, with its two foci, allows us to see that Ptolemy's epicycles and Egypt were actually a brilliant attempt to express non-uniform motion centuries before Kepler. Indeed, once the concept of non-uniform motion is introduced, all of these systems can be shown to be geometrically identical.
Further back than any of us can remember, we are told we live on a globe, a spinning ball hurling through space at more than a million miles an hour. Did you know that's just a story? Let's address the facts. Water always finds and maintains its level. 70% of the Earth is water. So where exactly do you think this curve begins? The world's lighthouses, railroads, and bridges all fail the curvature test. Why can we see much further than the curvature math dictates? Did you know that every experiment to prove the Earth is moving has failed? Every. Did you know that gravity is just a theory that's never been proven? When was the last time you observed water conforming to the outside of a container, like sticking to a spinning ball? Pictures from space? Did you know that fisheye lenses are NASA's best friend that intentionally distort reality? They openly admit their pictures of Earth are CGI composites, and all amateur high-altitude balloon footage reveals no curve. If there's a spinning, orbiting, soaring through space, how come the constellations have not changed in thousands of years? Did you know that airplanes climb to their cruising altitude, level off, and then descend to their destination, never once adjusting to Earth's alleged curvature? Did you know that the gyroscopes don't even work on a globe? We've all been duped. All right, thank you very much for that opening statement. We are going to switch it over, where Fight the Flat Earth will be giving his opening statement as well. And so, ladies and gentlemen, we are very excited for tonight's debate. It will be a lot of fun. And want to let you know, if it's your first time here, consider hitting that subscribe button as we have many more juicy, controversial debates to come. And so kicking it over to Fight the Flat Earth for his opening statement. The floor is all yours. Oh, I'm just, just going to need a minute. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, <laughs> oh, right. So, hey, I'm, I'm FTFE. I'm from the channel that kicks stupidity down the staircase of knowledge. And um, apparently I'm debating a meme. Oh, wow. So um, I, I thought that this debate was to present evidence of, of a model um for, for either side so i've got evidence of the heliocentric model making predictions and carrying out those predictions and i wanted to tell one story in particular um which <clears throat> kind of cements not only gravity as a, a fact but the heliocentric model uh, especially the heliocentric model of our solar system as correct so when um, Newton and Kepler came up with their, law, their laws of motion uh, and the Newton's law of gravity, uh, they tried applying it to the luminaries in the sky uh, and they, they got it to match most things, but they were watching the orbit of Neptune. Um, or was it, sorry, the or, yeah, the orbit of Uranus, sorry. Um, and they, they noticed that at certain points in the orbit, it, it, it wasn't doing what it was supposed to do based on the laws that they had just come up with. Um, so they, they sat down and they did a bit of math, uh, and based on the model that they'd come up with, with, with the model of gravity and the understanding of the motions of the planets and stuff, they, they said, right, well, this motion, this, this can be explained if there is another massive body in this particular spot, right? So what they did was at a certain time in the year when the, the, the planet was making those strange motions in the sky, they looked at the point that they predicted a massive body should be. The point of this prediction was that if gravity is real, then the motions that are a bit weird can be explained by there being a planet in this position 
that is exerting a gravitational field. So what they did was they made the prediction. They looked in the sky at that point, and lo and behold, they found a planet. You know, the eighth planet in the solar system was discovered. And that's what a model does, right? A, a model will make predictions about the natural world. And those predictions will then match reality. And that's what the heliocentric model does. Gravity, the predictions around gravity match, predict, uh, match reality. In fact, only a, a week or so ago, the, the smallest measurement of gravity ever was conducted. They used um, uh, two millimeter gold spheres to recreate the, uh, the Cavendish torsion experiment on, on you know, a micro scale. And they measured a gravitational acceleration 600 billion times smaller than the gravitational acceleration of Earth. Um, I think it was even more than that, actually, maybe 600 trillion times. Um, uh, but it matched the predictions of gravity, the, the, the known value of the gravitational constant. And it, it's, it verified what we already have verified before, but to much more accurate accuracy than we've ever had before. And again, that's what a model does. It makes a prediction. And if you're looking at the Cavendish experiment, you make a prediction that gravity should exhibit torque on the wire because that's what our prediction of the model is. And then that's what happens. So when we're talking about a model, a model has to be able to make predictions and actually verify those prediction, predictions in, in, in reality. I was hoping Iger would present one, but apparently not. But there is one, you know, I'm not going to go on uh, about this. We can talk more about it in the, in the back and forth. But the point is, all predictions that the heliocentric model make are correct. And there is one thing that I've been asking flat earthers to explain to me if there is any kind of flat earth model. And that is the two meteor showers that we get every year. We get two meteor showers every year at the same time because the earth passes through the tail left by Halley's Comet, which goes in and out of our solar system every 76 years. The movements of all of, of the comet, where the tail is, the, the fact that we're going to get the meteor storms and everything at these particular times can be mathematically explained and predicted with the heliocentric model. If for the flat Earth to call itself a model, all observations that we make have to be explained, including observations like that. Um, I'd like to get more into the back and forth because I would, I'm going to press Iger for actually having a, a model. But for now, I'd like to yield the rest of my time. Thank you very much. We will jump into open discussion. Want to let you know, folks, our guests are linked in the description. So if you'd like to hear more from them, you certainly can by clicking on those links. And that includes the podcast, as we now put our guest links in the podcast description box as well, in case you're listening via podcast. So thanks, gentlemen. The floor is all yours for the open discussion. <clears throat> Iger, hi, how you doing? Pretty good, man. How about yourself? I'm doing good. So, um, yeah, I was hoping you would give some evidence of, of a flat Earth model. I was told that you have a working flat Earth model you could present, but um, frankly, what you presented was a bunch of memes that I see every time I open my Facebook. <coughs> um, yeah. None yeah, of them, none of them that either disprove the heliocentric model or give evidence of the flat Earth model. Well, so my simple question to you is, do you have a flat Earth model that you can present? I personally um, think there's three different um, good flat earth models that people talk about, but the most common one would be the AE map, the Asimuto equidistant map with the North Pole in the middle with the, so I think uh, that's my favorite model for now. <clears throat> Seems to work okay. with uh, so, all the astrological signs. It works with all the 
the sun, astrological uh, the sun, the moon, um, yeah. pretty much everything. It seems like uh, seems like it was a reverse engineer uh, to the to the heliocentric model, which would be the spinning old lace okay. theory that you believe in. Do you believe right, in so, the? Um, first off, um, that that's not a model. That that's a map. Um, and do you know where the AE map comes from? Who who came up with it? You're gonna say it was a reverse engineer from a globe, but uh, but we're gonna say that. <laughs> well, I'm I'm not gonna say that. I'm gonna what I could do is I could cite the patent for the person that came up with that map, and the person that came up with that map uh, actually in the patent for it said that it's based on a globe. Um, now. Sorry. What year, what year was this patent that you're claiming? Because uh, the AE map has been around um, for a long time. Uh, yeah. What's it? The um, oh, I can't remember his name. The oh, one sec. Um, it's whoever. Uh, what, he didn't call it the AE map. He called it oh the Gleason. That's it. The Gleason map, right? Uh, the Gleason map was the first introduction of the azimuth equidistant projection map, right? Um, and it was it was Alexander Gleason that came up with that. And in the patent for it that he presented, he explained how it is distorted from that of a globe. Uh, and that was the first time the AE map was presented. Now, apart from the fact that that's a map, not a model, right? Um, also, I can debunk the AE map as representing reality with one word. And that word is Australia. Australia. Yeah. Um, please tell me, is, is Australia four times the size of Canada. Look, you're, you're claiming that Alexander Gleason is the first person that came up with the AE map when there's a, yes. a, other maps. There's other maps that precede Alexander Gleason's map, like the- Please present Urbano, one. Like the Urbano Mountain map has an AE map, and, and that one was made back in the 1400s. So uh, there's been plenty of- It's an, it's an, a, it's an azimuthal exodistant prediction map, the one that Alexander Gleason patented. If you look at the Urbano Monte map from the 1400s, that one's also an AE map, and, and it precedes Alexander. Gleason. Centered on the North Pole. Centered on the North Pole, yeah. It's called Showing the Urbano Monte map. All of the continents as they are. Pretty much. Now I will say that they didn't have a 100% um, correct cartography even back in Alexander, right, right. Day, which was in the 1800s. So, so that could account for the distortion of Australia. Um, and so, even so now, nothing um, accurate. Right. Even now, most of the maps we see today, uh, they'll tell you right on the on the mm -hmm. ledgers that uh, you know some some of the continents okay. uh, are not misshaped to fit the sizes. So, um, you know, nobody knows exactly a hundred percent sure what the what the flat Earth looks like because uh, you, you can't go real, sit yeah. on top. You can't go sit on top of heaven and look straight down unless you believe NASA, which I'm I'm sure you do. Uh, but I, uh, I don't need know, to believe NASA. NASA say are independently on, verified. So, um, I mean. But okay, so the AE map simply does not represent reality. Now, the azimuthal equidistant map is correct with distances from north to south. Okay, so going from the North Pole directly south, the, the distances will accurately represent reality. The problem is when you try to go east to west. Um, nearer the North Pole, the east to west is almost correct, but the further away from the North Pole you get, distances east to west become more distorted. This allows the sphere to be represented on a 2D plane. So if you were going to take the AE map as an accurate representation of reality, that would mean certain things in reality are impossible, like flights from, you know, 
South Africa to um, South America, which exist and take about 16 hours, but on a flat earth would be entirely impossible and based on current you know, planes and fuel capable capabilities, you couldn't have a nonstop flight going from one distance to the other. Distances simply do not work east to west on an azimuthal equidistant projection map. And again, the person that came up with that, Alexander Gleason, patented it and in the patent explains how it is distorted from a globe. Plus, as I said, it's a map, not a model. Um, so I guess I have to ask the question again, do you have a model? Are you talking about the shape of the Earth or how the how those stars work? No, I'm I'm talking about because um, I like I said I prefer the model is to you. I think it's the most accurate. Even according yeah, to even according to you, even according to you, it's uh, it's accurate till you get to the equator, and at that point it becomes just distorted. No, 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 no. it's already distorted by the time it gets to the equator. Any distances east to west once you leave the North Pole are incorrect. Yeah, but I mean, if you're looking at the ball from 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 the top, even if you believed in the ball, if you're looking at the Alexander Gleason's map from above, it's accurate. It's, it's pretty accurate till you get to the to the equator. At that point, you're gonna argue. That no, it's not. Uh, it's been distorted it's, in the. It's in already the distorted by the time it gets to the equator. Out under the equator, because for the most part, most of the map is inside of the equator. Yeah, so at the equator, you're already distorted by about 40 percent extra in distances east to west. So. Sorry, um, but again, that's a map, and there are many different equidistant projection maps, not just one centered on the North Pole. Um, but a map isn't a model. A model is, as I said in my opening, something that is has predictive capabilities uh, about the world around us, and not just predictive as in, oh, we know that something's going to happen on this day because it's happened before. Predicted as in, you can explain the mechanism behind it and predict something down to the millisecond. And that's what the heliocentric model does with 100% accuracy. Now, for you to say that there's a flat Earth model, it would have to not only do these things as well as the heliocentric model, but better than the heliocentric model. Uh, so, surprised to find out that uh, even uh, even the heliocentric model uses uh, old devices to predict the events in the sky, such as the astro label. Uh, the planet sphere that we use uh, here to uh, look at our yeah, um, astrolabe only works on a globe, just so you know. The astrolabe works perfectly, uh, no, no matter what. Uh, I, I, as a sailor, I can tell you 100% astrolabe sextants only work on a globe. They, they literally, because they measure you know angles of luminaries in the sky, which only corresponds and makes sense to things if we are living on a globe. It that's, simply that's does not make because, sense. Uh, no, it's uh, not. It's not an assumption. It's a fact. If you model out the, these things, it, it, it makes it sense. It assumes all the stars are the same distance away if you're using a, um, a no. I'm not talking about triangulate. It's not. It's not taking into. I'm not talking about distance to the stars. Orion, um, how, how far away the stars are at. So yeah. Um, okay. All right. Stop. You're, dude, stop. 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 You're, make, you're jumping around here. You're. You're. You're changing the subject. You're the one that brought up work. So I was. Yeah. 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 But. Um, yeah, but you're, you don't measure the distance to the stars. That's right. Will you stop talking? Take a breath. Yeah, I'm trying to explain something and you're just going on. So please just take a second, right? Sextants do not measure the distance to the stars. They measure angles of elevation from the horizon. 
So, yeah. and when you map them out, when you they when you do, that, uh, okay, you I'm sorry, but apparently the middle of my sentence interrupted the beginning of yours. Go I ahead, am terrible, ahead, sorry. All right, we, we do, let's, let's hear from Fight the Flat Earth in terms of finishing that thought, and then I promise we'll come back to you. If we have to, we'll divide it into like two or three minute intervals, but just because it's, it's already going off the rail. So, uh, yeah, so, okay, so a sextant, right? Uh, a sextant works by measuring the angles of elevation to stars, and um, what you find is that for every um, six to nine miles that you travel away from the North Pole, the angle of elevation of things in this sky, like the North Pole, will change by one degree. And that, if you map it out, only makes sense on a globe. It cannot happen if the Earth is flat, because one, uh, one degree every six to nine miles would give you conflicting positions for the, the elevation of the North Star when you map it out on a flat Earth. It simply doesn't work. A sextant is designed to work on a globe, and sailors knew this fact. So, you know, if you're talking about an astrolabe or a sextant, you are confirming that the Earth is a globe because those things are designed to work on a globe. All right. That's an incorrect assumption because uh, before sextants and astrolabes, they've been around since the days before people even imagined they lived on a ball. Uh, they've been around... Um, the, the solar cycle was around pretty much since the beginning of, of Britain history, which is 5,000 years old. Uh, then you have uh, instruments like the Antitikara mechanism that the Greeks made back in uh, about 2,000 years ago, around Jesus' time. Uh, so uh, so they didn't believe they lived on a spinning ball back then. They didn't have gravity, yeah, they didn't have NASA, they didn't have RACSA, JAXA, all the other government space agencies. This is These instruments are still what we use today to predict uh, the motions of the sky, the sun, the moon. Okay. <laughs> The planets, um, or what I, what we call now the wandering stars, and then back to your sextant thing, they they are assuming that every, all the stars are about the same distance away, which is uh, you know a lot of flat earthers say it's three thousand miles, but uh, I think it could be a lot closer than that. Some people say that the firmament starts at a hundred miles, whether it's made with a different layers of uh, glass or uh, water, okay. like the Bible describes, then. Um, you know that's up to uh, that's up to uh, debate, and we're probably never gonna know. We're probably gonna debate it okay, forever. Okay, can, can I respond about the sextant? The skies, the motions of the skies, we've been able to predict before uh, before anybody ever believed of the thinking of believing on a spinning player right. ball Earth. Uh, we've been able to predict okay. all the motions of the sky and the planets and whatnot, and and that's instruments we still got today. Go ahead. All right, right I'm gonna so, just um, to be safe. I'm gonna put a three minute intervals. Three minutes is yours. Fight the flat Earth. Okay, so Sarah's cycle cannot predict things uh, accurately like the heliocentric model can. You can get the day, roughly, when things are going to happen, but the Sarah's cycle cannot predict things down to the millisecond like the heliocentric model can. Um, also, we've known the Earth was a ball for about 2,500 years. Uh, this is shown throughout history for, like, majority of the time. Uh, and again, going back to the sextant, it only works if the Earth is a globe. There is no explanation for the stars changing one degree every 69 miles. When you map that out, when you actually go and map it out, it gives you conflicting elevations for things like, you know, the North Pole, that's what you're measuring against, for the North Star, sorry, that's what you're measuring against. For every 69 miles you go, it wouldn't be a one degree difference. It would, it would change. Every 69 miles would be a different amount of degree change. The only way it can be a one degree change is because for us, it's practically parallel because the things are so far away. It does not work if you map it out on a flat Earth. You can't say that the sextant is something that's designed to work on the, on the flat Earth, or even say that it would possibly work on the flat Earth, because if you map it out, it simply does not work on the flat Earth, right? 
Uh, and again, I have to keep asking you this question. Is there a flat Earth model that is as good as or better than the heliocentric model at predicting things? Okay, I'll give you another minute and a half. Uh, no, I don't need that. I'm cool. I don't need to go on. You got it. All right. Well, just to keep it roughly the same, Iger will give you a minute and a half to respond. All right. So, yeah. So, uh, again, you're saying that uh, as you travel further south, for example, the North Star, which uh, which is either 323 light years away or 434 light years away, according to uh, the heliocentric model, because uh, they keep changing the numbers uh, whenever things don't add up. Uh, but, uh, but, yeah, that's exactly how it will work. You're going to, the further away you get from an object, it's going to lower in your horizon. For instance, if you look at a street light, uh, the further you get away from it, the closer it gets to your vanishing point or the horizon. Uh, so uh, that's exactly how it works on a flat surface, and that's what we see happening in the sky. The further away you get from the North Star, the lower it is in the horizon because you're getting further away from it. Uh, North Star being at the center, uh, if you take the AE map, which is the one I like the best because all our instruments, such as the Astrolab or Planisphere, um, that have been around for thousands of years, they still work perfectly today. I actually have a planosphere here uh, that I that I used to stargaze myself. But um, uh, what was the other thing you said? Uh, oh, that they figured out the Earth was about 2,000 years ago. According to Aristophanes, uh, who knows if this is even a true story or not, but uh, he uh, he put a, uh, he looked down a well, sent his buddy down a couple cities. Don't ask me how they measure miles or kilometers back then, 2,000 years ago. Um, but uh, apparently he knew exactly how far away he, he was from his friend to begin with. Uh, and then and then again, what you're looking at, what they saw was exactly what would happen on the flat earth because the further away you get from an object, uh, like a streetlight, for example, if you're right under, you're not going to cast much of a shadow, but the further away you get from it, the bigger of a shadow you're going to cast. So all they did was uh, get it's further about, away from the sun. Uh, about, about a minute and a half. All right. So, yeah, we've been able to predict eclipses and... and, and um, and planetary motions before the spinning pair Earth was uh, ever imagined, uh, and then Copernicus is actually when the when the when the heliocentric baller theory took off. Uh, if you believe it, it took off instantly, which it did, and it took it took centuries for it to start catching on. But um, but uh, yeah, Copernicus even uh, there's a, supposedly a, a, a that he wrote a letter um, rejecting the, the the heliocentric model before he died, but. Uh, that's that's up for debate as well, and then um, he was a geocentrist, and that doesn't mean flat Earth, right? But uh, but again, they 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 couldn't see curvature back then. They couldn't see any motion. They didn't have things like yeah. gravity that yeah. keep you uh, keep you held down to a spinning ball. So you're gonna assume that they believed on a flat Earth back then. You're not gonna assume that they believed on a spinning pair unless you bring Aristotle. Geocentrist to believe the Earth is a globe. He was part of a secret society, some secret cult that they did with uh. uh I think Aristotle started it, and, and they were they were sworn to secrecy for God knows how long. And then, uh, you know, they were part of this secret sect. So if you think uh, this Aristophanes experiment proves everything and then nobody talked about it until uh, Copernicus came around, and that was 1,500 years later, we, we actually got some brilliant uh, geocentric uh, That's three uh, minutes. astronomers like Ptolemy. Iger, can you uh, hear me? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, all right, that was three minutes, so we're, we're going to kick it over to Fight the Flat Earth to try to respond to those points. Yeah, so um, can, I, can I screen share a sec, James? Sure. All right, uh, I've literally had to break out the crayons for this, so give me one sec. Um, there we go, I want to share that one. <clears throat> so uh, you, you see my lovely drawing here? 
Right, so th this obviously isn't to scale, this is just to represent the point. <clears throat> now, it, assuming that each, this is the North Pole above the star here, okay? So this is the North Pole here, with the, the North Star above it, right? And each one of these is a, a 69 miles away. Now, at each 69 miles, if you change the sextant by one degree, the next time you will no longer be looking at the star. You go another 69 miles, change it by one degree, you're no longer going to be looking at the star even more. And every 69 miles away you get, if you just change the sextant by one degree, you, you will not be looking at where the star is. However, if you do it on a globe, say this is the North Pole right here, right? And each one of these points is at 69 miles away. At each one of these points, if you change it by one degree, you will still be looking in the same direction, which is this way towards the star, which is matches the heliocentric model, but makes absolutely zero sense on a flat earth. You, the sextant does not work on a flat earth. And I want to get this point across because it's very, very important. As a sailor, I know this for a fact, and so did every sailor that has ever used the sextant. It does not map out and correlate to something on a flat earth. The positions would be wrong. It's nothing to do with perspective. It's to do with angles, and it does not match if you map it out on a flat earth. And also, just before I yield the rest of my time, you keep talking about people like Ptolemy, etc. all right? Ptolemy was a geocentrist. Ptolemy believed the earth was a globe. Why do you keep citing people that say the earth is a globe? And like I said earlier, bro, uh, you keep assuming they believed on the globe, but there's no, there's not one sentence where they said that the earth was a globe. Uh, they, <laughs> there's no, there's no proof that they believed in the globe. The globe didn't take off. One on this channel the other, like, a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> say it again. I debated one on this channel a couple of weeks ago who was quoting the, uh, the, the, the Ptolemies and Neo-Taconic models because they are globe-based models, but in a model where the universe rotates around the globe instead of the globe rotating around the, 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 the sun. Geocentrism and geocentrists all say that the Earth is a globe, but it doesn't rotate. They still say it's a globe. Uh, have you debated or talked to? I debated not a doctor, uh, Robert Sugenis, um, yeah, whose entire saw, career is about, is about geocent. Uh, is this really the hill you want to die on? No, it, really. Well, no, no, no. It's, it's Geocentrists cool. say the Earth is a globe, dude. There's, you talk to one geocentric person that thinks the Earth is a globe, and, uh, and you're going to just say everybody. Every geocentrist person the thinks the Earth gotta, is a globe. That's what geocentrism you, is. you got to remember... <laughs> You got to remember this, the geocentric guy you talked to, he grew up with the same schools that you did, the same uh, propaganda that's being pushed to you since you were a kid, that you lived on a spinning ball that's hurting through space a thousand miles right. around the equator and swooping okay. on a 66,000. Give me a favor. Are, 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 you, are you on, you've you got Google in front of you. You can just go and Google right now, yeah? You do it, bro. Yeah. Just, just Google the word geocentrist and tell me what comes up. I'm going to tell you the first thing that comes up for me, right? And this is a quote from Simple Wiki, okay? Geocentrism is the belief that the Earth is fixed at the center of the universe. Geocentrists accept that the Earth is round. They don't think that the Earth is flat. Why do you keep, keep quoting people that say the Earth is a globe? Okay, it debunks your entire premise. That's gonna be a that's gonna be a, a modern day assumption that you think geocentrists are believe they, they live on the ball. 
but then it, it's it's a non-rotating ball. It's, it's uh, still. Yeah. Uh, but back to the flat earth, you can't. What do you say? You're assuming that Ptolemy. You're assuming that that Ptolemy believed that he believed in the ball. But let me see. Let me. He see. did. Pull His up. entire model was based on a globe. Pull, pull up. Pull up something. Pull up something that says Ptolemy believed he lived on a globe, and you're not gonna find anything because back in those days, people assumed they lived on a flat, stationary plane, just like they could see and and experiment and demonstrate. Oh, oh look at this. Oh, oh, here we go. Model of the universe. Ptolemy placed the Earth at the center of his geocentric model. Uh, Ptolemy thought that the Earth was a globe, and Ptolemy thought the universe was a set of nested spheres. Oh, right. So Ptolemy, the person that you keep citing, was a geocentrist who believed that the Earth was a globe. Where, where does it say that Ptolemy wrote that? You just you you might it might as well be you saying it. You're just reading uh, something, and where does I mean, it that's say from Britannica.com? Uh, well, I'll tell you what. You tell you what, you find me some evidence that Ptolemy ever said the earth was flat, and then we'll go with that. Because I guarantee you won't, because he never like said, said the earth was flat. In the 1500s, everybody believed on a flat earth. Everybody believed I, on I'd a like flat earth. some evidence for that as it well, because they did not believe the earth was a flat. They knew the earth was a globe. It you're making a lot of claims here. You're not giving any evidence. Dude, you're not like, giving what any you're doing evidence. is you keep citing that. people that think the earth is a globe. Ptolemy's model was based on a globe at the center of the universe, not a flat earth. That's your assumption. I will say, I will say that- um, What an assumption, that, dude. Yeah, that's your assumption. Uh, but I will say that uh, that uh, they, they, they hadn't discovered, or maybe wherever they were at back in Ptolemy's days, maybe he didn't have access to the full map of the world. So uh, he didn't know about the other half of the world. He didn't know about America. So uh, maybe he did believe that the, that the sun and the moon went under the earth at nighttime. Because they didn't know that there was another. Oh, one of the elephants to, lift up their leg. To the, they didn't know there was another side to the planet back then. To the plane. Uh, they so didn't they know about the turtles on the uh, and you know the elephants on the back of the turtle. I heard right. that it's turtles all the way down. Is that right? Say that again. I heard that it's turtles all the way down. Is that right? See, nobody knows because uh, even even today, the deepest hole ever dug. The deepest hole ever dug is what eight, about eight miles long, seven and a half miles deep. Uh, so nobody knows what's at the bottom of the earth. Nobody knows uh, how deep it goes. Now, according to the Bible, it's held up by four pillars. So it's kind of interesting uh, when you look at uh, what the ancient... Uh, quote Professor Dave, a book says a thing. Oh, a book? Yeah, for sure. Uh, do you believe in any books? You do you believe in history? Or, um, yeah, I mean, uh, just because a book is old, like 4,000 years old, uh, I'm not going to discount that the people didn't see what they say they saw. Uh, I'm right, not gonna, cool. So uh, do me a favor and, and show me a talking donkey or a talking snake or a burning bush that can talk or the sun stopping in the sky. Yeah. Otherwise, you're not allowed to cite the Bible. OK, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, even, yeah, exactly. Cool. Yeah, Glad we agree. Let's not talk about the Bible. Or, right? Even if you look at your dog or cat, uh, you can you can kind of get get what they're saying to you. I mean, so I don't know if the animals spoke. I'm pretty sure my cat's saying back then, but, uh, but yeah, according to the creationists, uh, the earth used to be uh, Things used to get a lot bigger and older, so maybe maybe some animals did develop the capability to speak. Uh, so that's uh, that's interesting. I will actually read more about those so, passages. Cool. All right, all right. So what, what you're saying, right? I, I just want to clarify what you're saying here is that you have no model um, for the flat Earth. There is no model of the flat Earth, none at all. None exists. Is that right? Well, we have the AE map. I think it's the most. No, that's uh, not a model. That's a map, and it is not comporting to reality. Probably. That's the one. Iger, do, do you hear me? Iger, do you hear me? Do, uh, Iger, do you hear me? That's not a model. That is a map, and it does not comport with reality. So, please listen very closely. 
is there a flat earth model? Please don't tell me about a map. Is there a working flat earth model that can predict all of the things that the heliocentric model can? Like I said already, bro, even, even if you look at how NASA predicts, predicts eclipses, they use the Soros cycle to predict eclipses. So uh, No, they don't. Yeah, they do. Check it out for yourself. Soros cycle cannot predict eclipses to the accuracy that NASA can use in the heliocentric model. It's, the Soros cycle can only happening. predict... The Soros cycle can only predict um, eclipses to the day. And sometimes it's out by about, you know, 36 hours. The Soros cycle you. cannot predict... Uh, hold on. The Soros cycle cannot predict the exact time. And more importantly, it cannot predict the location from which the eclipses can be viewed. But do you know what model can accurately make those predictions? I'll give you three NASA. guesses. NASA. No, 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 I asked for a model. Which model can NASA. accurately make those predictions? NASA. NASA's not a model, yet that's one. That's, you've got two more guesses. And, and, and what makes it interesting, you can oh, No, no, hold on, hold on. I'm asking you which model makes those predictions. You've got two more guesses. You guessed NASA. That was wrong because NASA's not a model. So you've got two more guesses. All right, so I'm gonna finish telling you. So uh, Fred Spenick is a NASA employee. Who uses yeah, the not, Soros cycle to predict eclipses to this day? I'm gonna say it again to yeah, you. Let that. me finish. Fred Spanek is the NASA employee that uses the Soros cycle to predict eclipses to this day for NASA. So whenever you look at, yeah, at no. uh, a, a prediction <laughs> of an eclipse, again, you're actually going through Fred Spanek, who's actually using the Soros cycle to predict eclipses. Would you like some goalposts? Because um, you seem good at moving them. Um, again, Soros cycle cannot make predictions the same way that the heliocentric model is, but I kind of answered the question. We're going to go well, back to my uh, question. Right? That, uh, which which model? Uh, right, this is very important, right? This point needs to get across. Which model can accurately predict the time and position of eclipses? Your first guess was NASA, which is incorrect because NASA isn't a model. What's your second guess? I'm going to go with Fred Spenick, the guy that NASA employs to predict. Okay, Fred Spenick also isn't a model, so that's incorrect. Um, is there a third guess? Is there a third guess to accurately predict the position and location of eclipses? Um, because so far you've said an organization, which isn't a model. You've said a person, which also isn't a model. So one more guess, which model that we know of and use all the time is capable of predicting the exact time and location of eclipses. One guess left. If not, I have to tell everybody. Okay, go for it, because uh, I already told you it's Fred Spanik, who works for NASA and uses the solar cycle. Yeah, to, and uh, he's not a model. Um, okay. So that, that you've got one guess left. Which model? Come on, this is easy. You could, you could win, nothing, um, but maybe some education. Okay, yeah. right. I'm going to tell you the name of the model. Um, it's the heliocentric model. That is the model that can accurately predict the time and location of eclipses. The Soros cycle can only do it to within a day, roughly. According to okay. you, but not according to Fred. According to facts. What I'd like to do is jump facts. into these intervals again, just as it's rowdy, but we'll uh, go over to, uh, pardon my interruption, I think you were just about to say right. something, fight the flat. Oh, no, it's all right. Um, I, 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 I was just uh, expecting, I don't know why, but uh, a model to debunk. But um, I mean, I keep telling you so the AE maps works great for That's flies. not a model. Uh, the Fred Spanik, <laughs> NASA employee that uses the source. Also not a model. How about this? Why don't we, we'll give, we'll give Iger, we'll give Iger a few minutes to make his case in, you could say, uh, 
putting forth his position, and then we'll come back to fight the flat Earth to give a rebuttal. Roger. All right. So uh, according to me, uh, according to what I saw about four years ago, I heard that the Earth was flat. I couldn't believe in myself because I believed I lived on a spinning ball for most of my life, over 35 years, and I was kind of upset about it, you know, because uh, once you find out that the moon landings were fake, uh, they were filmed by Stanley Kubrick in the studio. Uh, and then you look at the Mars rover, which is uh, laughable, uh, especially if you uh, have Google and you can look up uh, Devon Island, Canada, click images, you're going to see how similar that is to uh, to uh, to um, to Mars. All you need is a cheap Instagram filter. And then these people are getting $20 billion a year, $50 million a day to give us uh, cartoons. Uh, that's why he hasn't used any of the NASA images, which would be the greatest proof of all. But they're so laughable that not even the, the, the baller... Uh, debaters will use them because they know they look so fake. Uh, it's it's ridiculous. Uh, all you get is cartoons and um, some bad actors in there. Uh, but yeah, once you realize that the Bible actually is true, that there's a permanent above there, that's why the star twinkles, there's water up there, uh, there's a heaven up there. Deepest hole ever dug is only eight miles deep. So, uh, you know, you got the cartoon that's been engraved into your head ever since you went to kindergarten where there's got an orange layer and a red layer and a iron nickel. Uh, but, but in reality, the deepest hole ever dug is only eight miles deep. So nobody, uh, yeah, that, that cartoon showing now is hilarious. Uh, it's just a cartoon. It's an emitted image. Uh, most, most images of the ball are self-emitted images where they, uh, they don't even claim them to be uh, real pictures, uh, except for the Himawari A, which if you want to pull that up, that's also very laughable. It looks like a cartoon. Um, <laughs> and they do a live feed every eight minutes. Uh, it brings you closer to the Bible, the whole flat earth, man. It's pretty amazing how it brings you uh, to the realization <laughs> that there's a God above there. There's a hell below you. Um, matter of fact, in the deepest hole, they say that they stuck a microphone in there and they could hear the sounds of hell. That, that still comes up on uh, YouTube. Uh, there's a little microphone they stuck down in there. They could hear hell. Uh, what else I got for you? Uh, you did want to talk about Mars, so maybe on my next interval, I'll, I'll tell you how I came to the conclusion that the, that the, that the Mars rovers were filmed in... Um, in Devon Island, Canada. And it's pretty hilarious. It involves this Mars rat. I'll tell you all about it oh, here in my wow. next week. All right, we'll switch it over. So thank you very much. The, the uh, floor is all yours. Fight the Flat Earth for two minutes as well. So I, I, I guess the answer is no, there is no Flat Earth model. Um, thank you for the clarification of, of that, uh, Iger. Um, that, that's wonderful well, to know that there is no Flat Earth model. Uh, yeah, so, I could yeah, tell you a map all day. That, but, uh, that's not a model, so yeah, you. I could tell you solar cycle. I could tell you planetary. Yeah. Um, so, have you ever read the paper by Fred Desnick by any chance? No, I have not. But I know, uh, I know right. NASA employs him to predict the eclipses, and uh, he uses yeah, the cool. solar cycle um, to predict the eclipses. Oh, Rob, you you should really read the paper that he wrote about it, where he explains how you can't use the solar cycle to make the predictions accurately. But no, whatever, you know, it's just what the guy said himself. But you know. Okay. okay. Um, but, uh, you know, like I was saying before you um, started speaking, you have confirmed that there is no flat earth model. So I, I do appreciate that. Um, so, you know, thank you very much. Um, and what I can say conclusively is that there's no way to replace the heliocentric model with anything flat. There is no way that the flat earth can make the predictions for things that you see in reality. Uh, and to quickly respond, this picture is not CGI. It was taken with a physical camera, a Hasselblad uh, camera, actually, and developed in a dark room. Um, not any kind of Photoshop. NASA have said that one picture is Photoshop. Honestly, Iger, um, all those memes that you showed 
were completely and utterly ridiculous and have all been debunked a million times and simply show that you do not understand anything about the physical universe. You've not come along with any evidence of anything that you say. You've come along with speculations and misunderstandings, not knowing what a model even is, and that's about it. Why isn't there any evidence for the flat Earth? Why, why have you come along with trying to debunk the globe Earth and doing it wrong instead of presenting evidence for the flat Earth? The flat Earth is uh, self, uh, self-provable. Uh, you don't need, you, you could just go outside and look at the earth and you're not going to feel any motion. You're not spinning a thousand miles per hour. You're not moving 66,600 miles per hour around the sun. Uh, the, you're not, the sun's not moving uh, freaking 500 million miles around the Milky Way and you're not shooting off the Big Bang at the speed of light or whatever number they want to make up nowadays. But, um, <clears throat> but, but yeah, uh, so the flat earth is actually self-provable itself. Uh, you don't ever take it in, into account for anything. You don't take curvature into account for anything. You don't you don't take into account curvature of the earth when building bridges, uh, when building uh, aqueducts. The Romans built 60 I mean, mile long the, aqueducts. They would have had to account for curvature. The, the, the makers of the New York Venice Narrows Bridge would very much disagree with you. They had to take the curvature of the earth into account when building it. Yeah, it's funny because the water looks perfectly level under their curved bridge. But, uh, well, that's but, cool because level is curved to the surface of the earth. But Well, you know. the water's level and the bridge is curved, but... Uh, Either way, no, yeah, yeah, but le- yeah. You know, uh, le- level is curved to the surface of the earth. So you're right, the water is level. Um, but the bridge isn't the thing that's curved. The bridge I- is flat. The thing is that the plum support towers are closer together at the top than they are at the bottom. And again, they're plum, which means that they are completely perpendicular to the ground. Yet they are closer together at the top than the bottom, showing that the curvature of the bridge was taken into account when actually designing it. And if you go into the design documents of the Benacera Narrows Bridge, you know, from the people that actually designed and built it, they talk about how taking the curvature of the earth into account was pretty important for that design. Um, so so bridge, there uh, is that. There's, a, there's one bridge for a paper that they took the curvature of the earth into account and the bridge looks curved. But every right, suspension, I'll, see, I'll, I'll tell you now, every single suspension bridge would have the same phenomenon where the top is closer together than the bottom. The Venice Arenarios Bridge just happens to be big enough that making the measurement is slightly easier. Yeah, I'll consider to that. But oh, I, 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 so I, no I, evidence I, for the flat earth, just going it's self-evident, I don't feel motion is irrelevant because... Uh, right, you said you said there's no motion to the earth, right? So, that was your okay. words. Do, do, do you, do you agree? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm asking a question. I'm asking a question. Calm down. You said that there is no motion to the earth because you don't feel any motion to the earth. Is that right? Yeah, there is no motion to the earth, and you don't feel it. That's right. Correct. Explain how we can measure it then. You can't measure it. There's a, you can't measure the... Okay, the I'm going to respond to that. I would like your attention for 45 seconds. If the Earth is spinning at one rotation every 24 hours, that means that every hour it has to turn 15 degrees. It's a nice and cartoon. Yeah, Earth part. I'm sorry. Anywhere on Earth, it's going to drift. It's pretty cartoon. In the 21st century... Oh, you convinced me now, bro. ...called a ring laser gyroscope. It is extremely precise. If we it's like the flux capacitor from Back to the Future. Well, that there is no rotation to the Earth. One of the people in the community actually purchased one for $20,000. But what we found is, is when we turned on that gyroscope, we found that we were picking up a drift, a 15 degree per hour drift. 
Yeah, so we can actually measure it. And just to quickly correct myself, I said closer together. I meant further apart. I, I misspoke. Yeah, the, the the tops of the Venice Aero Narrow Bridges are like, um, I think, one and five eighth inches further apart at the top than they are closer together. And that's what you expect if the Earth is a globe. I'm obviously not a concave birther. I just misspoke. I apologize. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, we can measure that the Earth rotates. So how can we measure that the Earth rotates if the Earth isn't rotating? Okay. Uh, for starters, you're using the flux capacitor from Back to the Future and some cartoons as blue. Yeah, that's and not a flux capacitor. It's, a, yeah, yeah. Um, it's and, an interferometric fiber optic gyroscope that measures rotation. And that and every single one of them in the world measure the rotation of the Earth in three axes and the rotation around the sun in two axes at about one degree a day. How is that possible to make that measurement if the Earth is stationary? All right, so there's a couple of theories. You, you might be measuring the, the the movement of the firmament, which we- uh, Wrong. Listen, it's called- That's not how they can work. Can I, That's can I answer? I give, well, I'm gonna tell you when you're wrong. Well, they let's, can't let's detect give them, anything. Let's give them a chance to try to give like yeah, the- so, uh, well so, uh, yeah, so, yeah. Right. Apologies. So, one explanation I've heard is either it's picking up the drift from the ether, which is the waters above and the firmament and the electromagnetic magnetic stuff that's moving up there. But the other one is um, if, if this gyroscope is actually functional and you put it in an aircraft, you're going to be measuring a, a movement when you're parked on a parking lot. This would be the most useless gyroscope in the history of the world that you're going to take you're going to take your aircraft. And you're going to park and it's recording motion. Then it's going to be uh, it's, it's completely useless. But for me, I personally think it's a. Uh, it's just a cartoon. It's a cartoon. Looks like a flux capacitor. I doubt that this. Uh, you think that it's a cartoon? Lovely. And, uh, and you're okay. your information from Netflix is the other part. You're getting your information from Netflix. So uh, no, no, know. no, no. Okay. So the point is Netflix, of showing that is the um right, the point. Okay. So let, let me respond to all the things you said and explain why it's all wrong. Uh, first off, it doesn't matter where it came from. All right. Bob showed that he did that experiment on Netflix, so I'm going to show it. But the thing is, it shows what every single interferometric fiber optic gyroscope in the world shows. Every single one of them shows the same thing. And every single time a pilot turns on his plane, all three of them that he has on his plane shows that the Earth is rotating and actually uses that rotation to figure out where the plane is. Right? It's not a cartoon. It is not a flux capacitor. It is an interferometric fiber optic gyroscope using the Stagnac effect to measure the rotation of the Earth in three axes and the rotation around the sun. Saying it's the ether is ridiculous because the ether does not exist. And saying it's any kind of electromagnetism is also ridiculous because the fiber optic gyroscope uses light, which does not have a charge and is therefore not affected by any electromagnetism. Next. All right. So uh, I don't believe in NASA, right? I don't believe it. Don't care. I don't. I haven't cited NASA, NASA once. Yeah, yeah. I know you don't. Because you're not. You're not debating NASA. You're debating me. Yeah, so yeah. stop okay. debating NASA. All right, all right. But here you are. So uh, I don't believe in Einstein's theory of relativity as well. Uh, you don't yeah, understand. You mean? Yeah, yeah. No. What? Well, you know, whatever. Um, and then here you are. How many tensor equations are there? All right. Well, I do want to just let uh, Iger make yeah. his case, and I promise to come back to you for the same amount of time. Your your proof that there is is, is moving is uh it's a Netflix uh, clip uh, that has uh, uh the, the the what's it called the flux capacitor from Back to the Future. That's your proof that uh, that that it moves. Yeah. So yeah. again, this flux capacitor is a Y actually. Gyroscopes so. actually record motion when something is moving. That's the actual functioning uh -huh. gyroscope that you're gonna have on an aircraft. Uh, this gyroscope right here will be uh. 
I don't even know what you would use it for because uh, if it's detecting motion while the aircraft is parked, then it's 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 a, it's a danger to your to, to you if you're taking it up on air flight when it's. You should probably speak to every pilot in the world. But uh, but yeah, I wanted to talk about the Mars rover and how I did that. So I don't know if I could share my screen for like. Uh, um, like I'm not uh, I'm not finished with the gyroscope yet. Um, and the rotation of the Earth. The I don't want to move on. I want to show how little you know about so everything. why don't we do this? Yeah, that's well, fine, that's fine. Iger, we can in the future, like, as in, let's give Fight the Flat Earth a chance to respond at this point, and then I promise right after that, we can jump into your... Uh, yeah, I'm just going to move on to the Mars rover after this. Go ahead. Um, first off, it's gyroscope, not gyroscope, um, just so you know. Uh, but... Uh, yeah, you're right. Gyroscopes do record motion. They absolutely do. And that's why you can use not only uh, interferometric gyroscopes, but physical gyroscopes to record the motion of the Earth. Uh, there is several different experiments using actual physical devices, um, using quantum levitation uh, devices, using uh, pendulums hung on extremely thin wires that drift the predicted amount. You can do it with a simple swinging pendulum, which will change its amount of drift depending on your latitude. You can actually figure out your latitude on the Earth with just a swinging pendulum. It's quite incredible when you understand physics and maths. Um, you not understanding the, you know, the equations and the explanations behind relativity doesn't mean that it's not real. You saying you don't believe it, all that means is you don't understand it. All right. So if you say that you don't believe in relativity, you need to debunk the fact that you and I are talking right now. We would not be communicating the way we are without our understanding of relativity. It's as simple as that. Okay, I'm gonna move on to the Mars rover. Uh, thank you. Of course you are. No, you don't understand how gyroscopes work. So you wanna move on to the next topic and pretend that I didn't just demolish you, but cool, whatever. Yeah, yeah, you did great, bro. You did great. I did, thank you. Did. you. Yeah, just like when you said uh, Fred Spanik wrote an article how uh, how the sound cycle predicted fixes accurately, but yeah, way, I just I read the article whilst you were waffling. Actually, it's quite um, well. At least I skimmed through it, and he mentions about how it's inaccurate and you have to make alterations, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, and how actually the SARS cycle only works up to a certain um, time and then has to repeat itself and reset to a different time. But you know, you know, whatever. Think that NASA uses SARS cycle all you like. I'd agree with you. But then yeah, we both wrong. True. So please carry on. All right. Uh, so um, so the next one is going to be the Mars rover here. I don't know if I can share my screen, James. You already are, I believe. Yes. Am I? We can see. All it. right. <laughs> All right. So uh, you know, you look up at the pictures of the Mars rover, and uh, they all look like this place right here. It's called Devon Island, Canada. <clears throat> oh man, I use Google. Either way. So we got Devon Island, Canada. You click images, and it's the largest uninhabited oh, island. And then you just go there and click images, and you got little rovers walking around. Supposedly, that's where they train to uh, film the, the Mars rover's missions. And then there's something real, real interesting here. Uh, you know, you just put a little red thing, looks like you're on Mars. Uh, that's probably where they film most of the movies, too. But, uh, but it's pretty cool. Devon Island, Canada, click images. The other thing I wanted to talk about real quick regarding Mars is... Wait, wait, wait. Uh, wait one, one, one thing at a time. Hold on, hold on. Um, this is tied together. So it's the Mars rat about 10 years ago when I believed in the baller. No, okay, right, right, right. No, that's a different okay, subject. Let's picture, stick with picture. the Mars rover and Devon Island for now before you jump to something else, okay? Hey, this, this is part of it. It's, it's all tied no, together. No, all right, that's a separate let's, subject. Let's, Can we do one thing at a time? Humor it. Let's, uh, I know that I'm, I'm, let's humor it, and I promise we'll give you like plenty like, of time. Like, 
And so, right, so we'll let you so summarize. You Hold on one second. Iger, uh, Fight the Flatters, I promise. We'll let you like kind of summarize each of his arguments and then address one it, at a time. It's, it's just Devon Island, Canada, Marsh Rat. Uh, you, about 10 years ago, NASA released a picture. Uh, you, can do, up, you can just yeah. look up Marsh Rat, click it's images, you're going to see it for yourself. Uh, and then, uh, you know, I believe that there was life on Mars about 10 years ago because I thought I lived on a spinning ball. I thought that Mars missions were real. So, uh, so yeah, but then... Uh, you had a brain injury out. or... No, turn to find out. Uh, this is actually Arctic lemon, uh, which is uh, uh, native to Devon Island, Canada. So the last thing I want to do is, uh, you know, I show you the marsh right there. So I'm just going to show you the Arctic lemon, who's uh, native to Devon Island, Canada. So come, come to find out the flat earthers were right, and uh, you know they're filming Mars here on Earth. They're not, they're not sending robots that are traveling up, freaking who knows how fast these things are going. Uh, uh, but yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. And then supposedly these parachutes are landing them safely. And, um, but no, they're just going to Devon Island, Canada, giving you cartoons and then putting a cheap red filter on them and pocketing uh, $20 billion a year. All right. That was it. Go ahead, bro. Cool. Um, <clears throat> well, pareidolia. So yeah, a rock looks like a thing. Big deal. Um, pareidolia. I saw a cloud that looks like a unicorn the other day. Is there is there unicorns in the sky? No, no, there isn't, because pareidolia is a thing. Um, oh, God, you jump around so much, it's hard to... This is why I was like, no, can you shut up so we can concentrate on one thing at a time? Right, Devon Island. Yeah, so uh, just going, this thing looks like that thing is irrelevant. NASA has never said they do not use Devon Island as a simulated environment because it's one of the closest Mars-like environments that you can get on Earth. So it makes sense that they would test a lot of their stuff there. Um, just because one thing looks like another thing doesn't mean that thing that we're showing you isn't real. All you've done is gone, oh, well, this might be fake, and then showed me some pareidolia. No, it's just, you know, it's nothing apart, it's nothing apart from speculation. Yeah, NASA used their Devon Island. Yeah, there's pictures of rovers on Devon Island because... They go there to test the rovers that they build before they send them to places like Mars. Because you know what? Got to see if they fucking work. Yeah, it's funny because uh, wherever they... Just go in. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Just go in. Oh, well, this looks like Devon Island. Or, oh, this looks like a mouse. Doesn't mean anything. You have no evidence of anything you say. Um, well, this is me uh, being nice to you, but you're a fucking it, idiot. Oh, oh, so are you, but, uh, but yeah. Uh, the Mars Objectively rat, it, it's not, you are. It's okay, not one, one sec, one sec. Uh, Iger, just because I want to keep the promise to Craig, is forgive me, my attention split between the chat and collecting questions. So, it's Craig, cool. did you it's get cool. to address both the, the point? Yeah, where... yeah. Um, par pareidolia is a thing, is my entire answer to that. And gotcha. wow, Devon Island looks like a thing as well. Um, doesn't matter. It gotcha. doesn't mean gotcha. that, that that is from, from you know, faking Mars, you know it's it's nothing but speculation and oh well i want to believe you don't have a model you don't have a functioning map you don't have any physics that explain anything that you claim 
You don't have any distances. You don't have any experiments to show that the Earth is not rotating or flat. You don't have any measurements of the Earth being flat. Yeah, I can show you so many measurements of the Earth being curved because it has been measured. I can show you so many measurements of the Earth rotating because it has been measured to your, in total, zero actual measurements that you can show me. You have nothing. You brought nothing. You walked into a gunfight with a rolled up newspaper that was damp. What we'll do is give you a few minutes to respond, Iger, and then we will kick it back to fight the flat earth for three minutes as well. Go ahead, Iger. Yeah, um, Forex Intelligence Agency, I think you're disgusting as well. Thank you. Just the fans in the chat. Disgusting is a good thing, right? Oh, uh, yeah. In, in, the, in the new satanic world you live in, yeah, everything's backwards. So, yeah, uh, good is bad and bad is good. But, uh, but yeah, back to this Mars rap, bro. It's Satan, huh? Bro. I thought it was life on Mars, but it's just a little uh, Arctic lemon. Yeah, we've never really said this life then, on Mars. Yeah, wherever uh, wherever NASA tells you they 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 train is actually where they film. You got that exact replica of the International Space Station in Texas. Uh, you could just look that one up, and it's a swimming pool with uh with uh exact replica of the International Space Station. That's where they filmed their space. Because they train there, you. Unbelievable moral. I did promise three minutes. <laughs> I, I did. Hold on one sec. Iger, um, thanks for your patience. Apologies, I do, James. I do, apologies. I do, do want to. I, I. Oh, okay. I was just hearing the echo. Sorry. Um, long story short, folks, do want to let you know, want to ask you in the chat to attack the arguments 100%. You can say the nastiest, most terrible things you want about people's arguments. We do want to ask that you respect the speakers just because we really appreciate them being here. Like, people realistically and i know that craig you're you laugh it off i know that you, you're not bothered by it but i do nonetheless want to defend the speakers and say we appreciate them and reasonable people are kind of like if they even if it's the one percent who are trashing the guests reasonable people don't want to come and hang out there and so we do want to let you know we will delete direct attacks on the speakers and so want to let you know folks this is because we do appreciate the guests. You can call me a trash bag or whatever else you want. I'm going to be here every night. I, you know, I just. But nonetheless, for real. All right, go ahead, Iger. We'll give you that rest of your roughly uh, three minutes left to go. Yeah. So back to the training, because he says uh, they train in Devon Island. Yeah, they they don't only train there; they also film there. Uh, same thing goes for the underground pool of the International Space Station in Texas. Uh, that's also where they say they're training for space walks, but in reality, that's where they film them. Uh, they have an exact replica of the International Space Station in, in California. And there's actually a funny clip of an astronaut mm -hmm. saying that he grew up on the town across from uh, where, they, where they were filming that right now, uh, which because they're in California, he grew up in Maine. Uh, so that's a pretty funny clip. Also, uh, you, you catch these uh, astronauts making mistakes all the time. Um, the one that got me, because I used to watch NASA live mm -hmm. every day before. Um, uh, you of course know, you did. When I, course yeah, you when did. I believed in the spinning ball, it's like, there's no way. Uh, they're lying to us. Uh, and then, you know, I, fi I finally saw a couple mistakes myself where they're, they're just uh, the, the three astronauts were waving goodbye and all of them swirled into a CGI swirl of glory. Uh, so, so yeah, they're, they're, they're filming just like they're filming any movie. Uh, they're actually a lot of the, that's the only thing NASA's good for. They make great advancements in CGI and movie making. Uh, they used to do this, the International Space uh, Station shots with the Vomit Comet aircraft, and that's actually something you can go and do nowadays. Uh, now they got real good with CGI. Oh waffles. It's just like they filmed the movie Gravity. And that's all we're seeing here when we're talking about NASA, RAXA, Jackson, all the government space agencies. 
Um, yeah, and uh, God, it's real. He loves you, Greg. I hope you come to Jesus Christ one of these days. I hope you wake up to something. If it's not the flat earth, maybe it's evolution or, you know, one of... Evolution one is, one is one real. Other, as well. uh, um, I don't... Whether God exists or not is completely irrelevant to my existence. It doesn't change anything for me. You want a personal relationship with God, that's fine, but do not try and push it on me. I do not need to believe in a God. It is completely irrelevant to me. So well, you don't believe do in not, where you come from, monkey and stuff. Oh, that's I what don't, I was going to say. No, we don't that come from monkeys. Fuck me, man. Do you not know anything? We come from common ancestors that monkeys also come from. Oh, so fish. So, okay. Bony fish, I think, right? Oh, Jesus. You come from a bony goodness. fish. That's so, um, I mean, you said so much there. You, you waffle. It's very hard to actually remember all the things that you that you say that are so wrong um i'm just going to go with the fact that you haven't presented any evidence that the earth is flat you haven't presented a model a map any explanations for physical phenomena um or anything at all don't understand how sextants work don't understand how astrolabes work um i mean you got nothing there was uh, a clip from uh from the flux capacitor from netflix movie uh with the back to the future flux capacitor that's the only thing you presented and uh you know i can i can present a lot more that's just a demonstration of the point he a flat earther proved the earth rotates with science well um well don't prove it he gave evidence that the earth rotates with science with an experiment right everybody that does that experiment will get the same results and it cannot be detecting anything apart from the motion of what it is on i don't care if it comes from netflix that was just where he decided to allow his data to be displayed the fact yeah. is, that is what happened. When he turned on his gyroscope, the Earth showed a rotation of, say it with me, everybody, a 15 degree per hour drift. So you don't have any evidence for what you say. You don't have a single measurement of the Earth being stationary. You don't have a single measurement of the Earth being flat. You don't have a single working map. You do not have anything. Can you show your picture one more time? The one that you say is real, that it was taken by whatever, just real quick. This one? That, that's no, me on the right. ISS that's, a few weeks that's, ago. That's how easy it is to fake the International Space Station. That's beautiful right there. Oh, about I was actually on the ISS. What do you yeah. mean? Yeah, yeah. So, so it just shows how easy it is to fake uh, space footage because nobody can go up there because it's oh, a permanent. I, I, was there with my, my, I was there with my buddy Elon. Um, in fact, here was us at the party beforehand. Um, yeah, yeah, having yeah. he's really good with the maracas actually um so we had this big party then we popped up to the iss together had a, had a bit of a laugh when we came back we uh we went out with the lads hung about here's here's some of us out on the piss the night after see me at the back there so it was a great time yeah um but you want the picture of the earth uh taken yeah, in 1972 because uh, uh because uh team never skeptic you and team never skeptic are pretty good friends right yeah he's an awesome dude um, has also destroyed many flyrifers and idiots along the I way. Agree. I will yeah. warn you, I don't want you to slam Team when he's not here to defend himself. So if you're going to... I'm allowed there, right? Team, you're an ugly fucker. Is not Team Never Skeptic? I thought, I thought that was his name because he's never skeptical or anything. But either way, uh, okay. fine. Uh, this is a picture of... Uh, hey, 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 I'm the only one allowed to pick on Team Skeptic, all right? All right, good. Uh, so this is a picture of Apollo 17. Uh, it's no, you know, it's the only picture they actually claim is real. It's the one we've presented with a bunch of times. And then you got citation required. You got you got Africa taking up the whole half of the ball Earth, and then supposedly all the other. Oh Jesus Christ! Hey, you shouldn't say the Lord's name in vain. You're gonna go to hell, bro. You don't want to go to hell. 
Well, you're the one bearing false witness, so technically you'd be the one going to hell. So well, that's what I'm saying. saying. According to NASA, they claim this is one of the only real pictures they ever used. Citation required that NASA say this is one of the only real pictures of Earth. Please give me a citation that NASA have ever said that this is one of the only real pictures taken from Earth. Otherwise, you're just a liar. Okay. Either way, either way, this is one of the only real pictures that they claim. Is Again, citation required that this is one of the only real pictures of, of Earth from space. Okay. And okay. if you are saying that it's a real picture of Earth from space, congratulations. Welcome it's to not, the globe. They claim it is, but it's not. But uh, then but how did they take it and develop it in a dark Africa's room on taking camera up then? The half of the Earth, all the other continents are supposedly on the other side of the world. How that works out with your map, I don't know. But, uh, but yeah, um, uh, have a look at this. Have a look at this. You see this? Yeah, I see like more than one continent. I see like three continents there. Yeah. Four. You can, even uh, well, see, you can see more than. Yeah, but look at look at the one on the on the left, okay? And then look at the one on the right. Which one of them can you see more on? The one on the right, in my case. Because oh, all right. Okay. So are they are they different globes or are they the same globe? It look like uh, it looks like a zoomed out globe, so it was taken from a different angle. Either way, but it's the same globe, way, right? Can you put the it's other the, picture? It's, it's the same the, globe, yes. Uh, yes or no? It's the same globe, yes. It is the same globe, but these pictures are right. So, different. are those countries actually different sizes? Yes or no? They're not, but you took the, the camera oh, from a wonderful. Angle. You understand? Brilliant. Let's move on. All right, perfect. All right, I forgot where I was going with this, man. But uh, but yeah, this this is obviously a cartoon. It's not. It's not. It might be a painting. I don't know what it is. But citation no, required. There's no way all it the other continents in a dark even, room even with that glow picture you just presented. The other continents, you still see some of more of the other continents than you do on um on this picture here. And yes, and also, so. I want to point out that where is the oblate spheroid? How come it looks like a it's perfect right there. sphere? That's, it's that right there. Like no, that's actually an oblate spheroid. It's shaped like Neil deGrasse Tyson says, and it doesn't look oh, like an oblate spheroid. Oh my God. How are you this? Like, I break out the blooming crayons again. Give the word is there. woke. How are you this woke? No, the word is and, dumb. And the word Sorry. for you is how are you so asleep and still trusting the government? Haven't you realized that they've never told you anything that's true yet? Cool. They didn't teach me physics or anything. No, of course not. Right. Yeah, not the so, government. Always right. right, okay. Let me uh, can I quickly screen share, James? I just need to, to point out something here, right? Uh, do, 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 do. Mr. Iger, have a look at these two circles for me, would you? Oh, that's a great cartoon. Yeah, we're going with this. Yeah, no, this, this is demonstrating a point, right? Um, one of these is a perfect circle. And one of them is an oblate circle. Could you tell me which one is the no, oblate circle? No, I'm going to have to take your word for it because... Uh... Oh, I can show you the measurements on the screen, actually. Can, okay. can you tell me just by looking at that, which one is a circle and which one is oblate? Because one of them is oblate. I'm going to go with the one on the left that's oblate. Right. Wrong. The one on the left is actually uh, 354 by 354, I believe. Oh, this is kind um, of whatever. But right, okay, so uh well the one on the left was a perfect circle and the one on the right was oblate by one pixel. Right. So there is a noticeable difference. The one on the right is actually oblate. The one on the left is a perfect circle. But you couldn't tell that really just by looking at them. There's no way to discern that. And it's the same with the earth. 
there's a 42 difference, 42 mile difference in the equatorial diameter uh, um, circumference as there is to the polar diameters. You're not going to see that with the naked eye. It's it's tiny. It's imperceivable. The, the amount of oblateness is is so small. Yeah, so so small nobody can see it. Yeah, like I just showed you with the two circles. Okay, so thanks. Thanks for that. You're welcome. I, I like to educate. Sometimes it's pointless, but um, yeah. It's so like repeat the rhetoric you've been brainwashed to believe in ever since you were. Yeah, um, uh, you, I'm going to just make an assumption here that you don't have any higher education, right? Yeah, I do, but. You can make all the assumptions so, you want. In, in physics or, or in maths or, or anything where you've had to apply yourself? Maths is in business, but... Um, right, so in business, lovely. So um, just quickly, if I've got a triangle of sides one, one, and one, what would the in, uh, internal angles be? It would be uh, 60 degrees each if it's a right angle. I mean, if it's uh, like a perfect triangle or so if I've got a triangle of sides two, two, and two, what are the angles going to be? You tell me, Greg, because that's your field of expertise. Oh, okay. Um, uh, is 10 to the negative 17 a positive or a negative number? Bro, it doesn't matter. It, do it really doesn't matter. I'm just matter. wondering if you know. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to gauge your understanding of the physical world. Um, what do you get if you divide, divide five by zero? Zero, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hey, hey, Craig, can you tell me something since you're so smart? How far is the uh, how far is Polaris? Uh, about 430 light years, I think. How come it was only 323 light years like a decade ago? What made update, it Measurements get made better and better and we update our knowledge. That's what science does. That's why science is open-minded because we're willing to change our position when new evidence is presented. Or is it possible and that it, they, can change, they can change the distance to Polaris again? Maybe if we find a better way, more accurate of measuring, possibly. So is it a fact then, or is it not a fact? Based on current measurements, that's where we approximate it to be. So 10 years ago, the fact was different than, than uh, now. Again, now. measurements get updated. Measurements, be, uh, you know, the ability to make measurements becomes better and better. Will as it blow your mind if Polaris turns out to be a lot closer than, uh, than 323 light years? If there's ever any evidence presented of that, then they change our position. But the, the evidence certainly doesn't away. say that it's 3,000 miles away. Um, you can tell that it's not 3,000 miles away by using a sextant and mapping it out. Here, so um, I guess I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to present you a flat Earth model, see, see what you think about it. I, I, I guarantee right now you are not going to present a flat Earth model. Here, here. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my best, okay? I'm going to share my screen. Share, what do you reckon share. in the chat? Is he going to present a flat earth model? Yes or no? I see. I'll try my best. I'll Just remember that best. a map isn't a model. Okay. And and just real quick how it works, you know what I mean? Like uh, according to the flat earth theory, uh, the sun and moon are rotating around the North Star, right? Everybody gets that. Um, now, how do seasons work? Sun uh, and well, the moon are rotating around the North Star. That's right, Polaris, the North Pole. The North Pole not right here in the around, They're not rotating above the Earth. They're rotating around the North Star. I'm sorry, you're right. They're, they are above the Earth, but they're going around the North Star. All right? So how do seasons work? The sun, we see a, a, a 
an anomaly, you know, that eight pattern that we see in the sky. So basically the sun's making throughout the year is making a little eight pattern traveling from the Tropic of Cancer through the equator and then uh, to the Tropic of Capricorn. So every year it makes this path and that's how we have the seasons on the flat earth um, model or whatever. How? how? Yeah, well, you wanted me to present a model. So this is the most popular flat earth That's model. not a model. Okay. Also, the sun here is not. It's yeah, not no, hold, hold, on, hold on. Just to be clear, that's not a model. That's okay. just a simulation. It doesn't explain anything. It says the sun does this, but gives us no mechanism or explanation of why. You're implying that not only is the sun rotating for no reason, but there's an acceleration inwards and outwards to explain the seasons. Acceleration requires force. Where's that imaginary crazy force coming from? That is not a model. And again, it was on an AE map, which the creator of Alexander Gleason said was based on a globe. So please stop presenting evidence for a globe. You've done more of that this uh, this debate than anything because you certainly you not presented say, any you evidence. Think Alexander Gleason came up with a flat Earth map, bro. But there was flat Earth maps. He came up with the Alexander. AE map. Alexander Gleason came up with the Gleason's map of the Earth, which Alexander is what Gleason map came is. up with the Alexander Gleason map. That's Which is the AE map. There was map. already a flat Earth. There was already AE maps. Like I said, from the no. 1400s. That's where the AE map come from. It was developed by Alexander Gleason. He came up with the method of extending out the latitudes as you get further away from the North Pole. That entire thing, the mathematical model that the um, AE map is based on, was developed by Alexander Gleason according to the patent that he registered. Like I said, uh, he came up with his own map where it 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 did have the latitudes and longitude lines, but there was a there was already a, a map out there. It's actually called uh, here. I'll look it up real quick. And uh, it was there. not accurate at all. Didn't even have all the blooming countries on. Well, was well, not well, the AE again, map. Again, did not have about, accurate distances north to south. We're talking about the the 1400s here. I'll give you an exact date. 1587. Is yeah, cool. The final so, map. So, uh, it wasn't so, an accurate so, map. So it might not be accurate because uh, the guy that made it probably didn't travel but, the whole Okay, yeah, but to be clear, the AE map is also not the A map is also not accurate. So accurate you could use it as a you know how accurate it, lit it literally does not represent reality. It does not have correct distances east to west. It simply does not. It's it's so good that you can actually use it as a as a calculator for your uh, uh for the time. So wherever the sun's at is is uh no you can't that that entire thing doesn't even work. Again, the A map does not represent reality, and what you're showing there is not an azimuthal equidistant map. Um, the A map does not represent reality. Simple as that. The only thing that is accurate on the AE map is distances north to south. Anything other than that falls outside the realms of accurately representing reality. So I want you to understand this because you don't seem to understand this. You do not have a flat earth model. You simply, there is none. There is no flat earth model. A flat earth model requires you to be able to predict and explain multiple different phenomena. The flat earth cannot even explain why the sun is magically floating above us. Well, I can, I can give you some theories on that because uh, nobody, you know, I, I make bet you couldn't give me a theory. Yeah. If you want, I, I bet you could some. give me a hypothesis. I bet you could give me a hypothesis, but I doubt you could give me a theory. 
Okay, yeah, because nobody nobody actually knows how it works because we don't make $20 billion a year to do uh, this research, and uh, nobody can go past the firmament, which is what got made on day two of the Bible. There is no firmament. There's uh, absolutely well, 100% no firmament. <laughs> you say so, Craig. But, yeah, uh, uh, one of my one of my friends sent something to space, like and there was no firmament there. It's like 140,000 feet. Um, with, uh, uh, I mean, with all the missions to space would disagree with you. If you ever watch a rocket launch, if you ever watch a rocket launch, you're gonna see how they curve into the horizon. Oh my god, and you're gonna say they curve. Oh my god, how they, the fuck do you think things bro, get in Florida, Florida, dude? They go up and they go down. You, can you live in Florida and you don't understand. Look, come on, come on. No, no. Of course, rockets curve out because that's how they get into orbit. You don't go straight up and then take a hard left. Yeah, right. they even have a name for that, which what you're showing right now, which is pretty cool. It's uh, it's called the the they used to call it the roll program because the space shuttle used to roll backwards and start curving into the horizon. Uh, now they call it the Max Q is what uh, they call it with the new uh, rocket launches. But they curve. They tell you they curve you because uh, like you're saying, they curve because they they got to curve. But in reality, they curve so they don't hit the dome that's right above their head. There is uh, no dome. There is no dome. Um, sorry, there is no dome. Someone that works on my channel, Red's Rhetoric, has literally measured the distance to the ISS independent of NASA. There is no dome. Well, I got a feeling you and uh, and, uh, and and Red Rhetoric like to say independent, when in reality you probably work for NASA in some type of way or some type of contractor. So maybe you have stock. Do you have stock I'm, on that? Uh, Red's Rhetoric, is my, he works for me. He's my contractor. That's oh, the only person okay. that Red's works for as far as I know at the moment. He, okay. he works for me to make videos for my channel uh, that, that he's also, you know, he it's mine and Red's channel. He works for me and I pay him for making the videos. He definitely doesn't get paid by NASA. Otherwise, he wouldn't need money for making videos on my channel. Just like I definitely don't get paid from NASA because I live in fucking Scotland. So, right. I just again, I want to clarify, you do not have a model. You came to this debate without any evidence that the Earth is flat. I try to tell you as best as I could that I think the AE model is uh, accurate. It's not a model, it's a map. Repeat after me. It's not a model, it's a map. And that we can and predict it's not accurate. Been able to predict eclipses ever since the solar cycle, and you and got no, you can't how use the solar cycle to tell me the exact time and position of the next and eclipse. Even now, so. Use the to this day. And so basically, no is the answer. I try. I mean, uh, this is the best model I got. Now, as far as no, you don't, it's not a model. You don't have a model. As far as to why they're moving up there, if uh, you know that's anybody's Magic. best guess. I've never been past the firmament. It's a magnetism. It's a god playing a DJ up there, and just you know. There is no firmament though, so it's cool. Uh, but yeah, according to you, you know, we come from bony fish, so uh, so you know, have you ever stopped and yeah, questioned? The chat is right. I actually have reds tied up in my basement. It's true, but uh, that's irrelevant. So yeah, so yeah. Uh, another thing the flat Earth brought me to believe in young Earth creation is before that, like you, I believe that uh, you know we came from the about four point. Four billion years ago, the Earth cooled down, formed a rocky crust, already for millions and millions and millions of years. Uh, rocks came to life. Four different theories of abiogenesis, at least right now. Uh, nobody knows how life came to be, and then you know it brought me to uh, become a young Earth creationist. So I think that's pretty cool. Uh, now I think the Earth is only about six thousand years old. Noah's flood was about so. There's um, a young ago. Earth creationist that I know of uh, on this channel quite often, Kent Hoban. Do me a favor and go and ask him what shape the Earth is. Okay, so uh, your proof is that Ken Hoban believes the Earth is a ball. So, uh, so the, the no, I was the, just pointing out that the ask people him, ask that him how old the Earth is. Uh, to it, uh, also all think that the Earth is a globe, 
Ptolemy that you cited says the Earth's a globe. NASA that you keep citing say the Earth's a globe. You say Ptolemy. And who is the Earth gracious? Probably the most famous Earth gracious in the world thinks the Earth's a globe. Uh, you gave an A map, which is actually evidence of a globe. We talked about sex and national aid, which only work on a globe. Um, they actually work just fine. Remind, remind, remind me again, which, which side? Are you are you globe Earth or flat Earth? Because you've come with more evidence that the Earth's a globe. Well, actually, you only came with evidence that the Earth's a globe. You didn't bring any evidence that the Earth was flat. Was I supposed to do the flat side this time, James? Did I get it wrong? Sorry, my bad. I'll have to give myself a brain injury next time so I can actually do that. We yeah. might go into Q&A here, folks. Yeah, I, I do that. You guys feel pretty good? Ready to rock yeah. and roll yeah. Q&A? Lovely. Well, I want to say thank you very much, everybody, for your questions. I want to remind you of a couple of things. One, I forgot to mention at the start, folks, we are super excited that we are on podcast. And so if that's useful to you, which, by the way, I'm super encouraged at the downloads, because when I started, I was so afraid that nobody would download it. But so many people have apparently found it useful, so we're thrilled about that. And if you happen to be listening via podcast right now, rating us really helps. And so we do appreciate your support on that. And let's jump into the Q&A. So our guests, of course, are linked to the description. So if you want to hear more in terms of kind of statements or positions, you certainly can at those links. But right now we're jumping into the questions. Throw the Dwarf, thanks for your question. This one coming in first says, does Fight the Flat Earth have any other channel he is a part of? Oh, funny you should say that because uh, I, I do actually. Um, I have a Dungeons and Dragons channel because I'm a fucking nerd. Um, where Throw the Dwarf is a, uh, someone that is over there quite often because my character, a barbarian dwarf, gets thrown around quite often. And we did actually kill someone. If you want to watch me be a nerd every other Monday, head over to Globers and Goblins. Nice shill. Well done. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much for your question from Stephen Steen. He says, Calbert killed Tico with the candlestick in the library. Is that some sort Damn, of inside joke? I think they're just talking about murdering fire, if I'm not sure. Nasty oh, guy. Okay. Kang 24 thanks for your question, says, that presentation from the Flat Earther was one of the most terrible presentations I have ever seen. Thanks for keeping your criticism focused on the arguments or presentations rather than the people. Then they say, deluded does, doesn't even begin to describe that. Iger, I'm guessing you don't agree. Yeah, I mean, uh, you have to be deluded to think you come from a monkey and uh, that came from a fish and that you live on a spinning ball. No one thinks you came from a monkey. Uh, so, uh, or a fish, <laughs> bony fish, and it's from an amoeba. That's where I heard it described as from, from Guru you by way of the Sioux. So I think you have to be pretty deluded to believe everything the government's telling you. And, uh, you know, uh, so it's all right. Juicy. Keep them coming, bro. Juicy. Thank you very much for your question. This one coming in from We Appreciate It. Kango24 as well says, James, I hate your channel, but I can't stop watching. It's like the car crash of debate shows. Keep up the great work. Thank you for your kind words. Oliver Catwell says, globe or flat, hit that like button to save the earth. Thanks so much, Oliver oh, yes. Catwell. We do appreciate that support, buddy. Especially if there is not at least 500 likes by the end of the stream, I will launch the nukes. Thank you very much. We do appreciate your support out there, folks. And Jet Guitars says, would the, flir the uh, Flat Earther hop in a plane to Australia with fuel that was calculated from the AE map, or would he rather use <laughs> really? our fuel calculations? 
the the funny thing is uh, all maps are flat so uh when you're gonna calculate distances you're gonna use a flat map <laughs> you got it and thank you very much for your question this one coming in from brian williamson says i'll fight everybody here i like that optimism and that that oomph Thank you. Uh, Standing for Truth says, great channel, James. Thanks for your kind words. Says, creation versus evolution debate right after this debate on my channel, Standing for Truth. Consider it an after show. James, keep up the good work, brother. Thanks for your kind words. Did you guys get to debate before Fight the Flat Earth, you and Standing for Truth? Um, God, possibly. Like I said, I've had over 500 debates. Standing for Truth. It sounds sounds familiar. Like 500 people telling you that the moon landings are fake, that NASA's fake. And you know, like you know, like like how many people is it gonna take to convince you that you don't live on a spinning ball and come from a fish, man? And that well, God is real. Well, Einstein once said that there's two things that are infinite: the the universe and human stupidity. And he wasn't sure about the universe. And what you have to remember, Iger, is that think about how dumb the average person is, right? And then think that half of the people in the world are dumber than that. And that's the part of the world that flat earthers reside in. That's a sad world you live in. I actually think every uh, human being. All right, we're, we've got to jump into the next part. Thank you, Richard. Uh, Richard Petrusev, thank you for your question. Said three questions for the flat earther. Why don't we see Polaris in Australia? Uh, just like uh, just like a light pulse, you can't see it from like uh, five miles away. It vanishes into your vanishing point. So once you get past the equator, you can actually see it below the equator to a certain extent. So, uh, so you know, that's actually a misconception. There's people that claim to be way below the equator and they can still see the the, the, the North Pole star, so Polaris. So Next question. Pretty interesting. Is you, they wouldn't be able to see it from below the equator if they lived on a spinning ball, but they can actually see it from Brazil. Uh, they, they, be, they, there's people that claim to see a Polaris. So Next. kind of interesting point. I could Sorry. have touched. Just because I hate rushing you. Forgive me. It's just because they packed three questions in here. They said, why are naval spotters at the top of ships? Oh, that's a good one. Because the higher you go in, in altitude, the further you can see. And I mean, just if you had an ant that was crawling on a table, you wouldn't be able to see that far. But if you race that ant to the ceiling, it could see real far. So, uh, So that's just common sense. Gotcha. And this next question coming, same person says, number three, why is all navigation globe based? If you get a globe, if you ever take a trip or a flight and you take a globe with you, all the pilots and navigators are going to laugh at you. Every pilot, every navigator takes a flat map with them whenever they do any type of trip. Next time you go go on the trip, take a globe and see how far you get. Next up, Eric says, for the record, the earliest extant terrestrial globe was made in 1492 by Martin Behaim. This shows it was common knowledge in the 1500s. Even even uh, even though uh, what's his name Columbus, everybody laughed at him when he uh, around. Isn't it the same year 1492 that Columbus set up to uh, America? And I think the globe he's talking about doesn't even have America in it, but uh, it up to America. It does have America, but uh, but yeah, even even in Columbus Day, which is the same day, everybody laughed at him because uh, because they they knew that the Earth was flat and stationary. They thought he was gonna fall off the edge of the world. They didn't know that Antarctica was an ice wall around the 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 Earth. So uh, so that's kind of funny that that you would bring that up, and and that kind of proves what I'm trying to tell you, Craig, that that flatter theory, I mean the spinning baller theory, wasn't around back in the 1400s. That's why everybody laughed yes, at Columbus. 
That's why everybody yeah. laughed at Columbus. That's why he had trouble. No, no, you're him. absolutely wrong. It, abs it was absolutely, everybody understood that the Earth was a globe. Nobody thought the Earth was flat in the 1400s. It, Copernicus didn't even come around to the 1500s. So, so, I doesn't mean, matter. They didn't think the Earth was flat in the 1400s. There is no evidence you that. You're making a claim. Kitchen's Razor says, unless you can present evidence with that claim, that claim can be dismissed. Your claim is dismissed. Since, next the, one, since the Super Chat was originally targeting Igor, I'll give him the last word on that one, and then we got to go to the next one. Yeah, you don't be living in the spinning ball. You don't come from a monkey or a fish. So uh, God made you in about six okay. days. So, so I thought I was talking about the question that they that. just asked you, though, Igor. Okay, so fuck you too. Oh Fuck my gosh! Too. I just realized um, it was yeah. it wasn't spelled that way. It was spelled F A H. It takes you a second the first time you see it, doesn't it? Very <laughs> oh provocative. Uh, so basically, uh, says uh, Iger. Do you know what a model is? No. A model. I mean, you can you can could be a lot of different models. So I you like know a, I gave the a math. I, or I think I'll refine the question. Too. Do you know what a scientific model is? Like a male that's model, like Nathan Thompson. No. Oh, so it's like, a like, model, like, uh, like the globe, you know. That's like a model there. I guess is what you're getting at. No, no, no. You, so the answer is no. You don't know what a model is, right? Mike cool. Villars, thanks for your. He said Nathan Thompson is a male model, so that counts. Mike Villars, thank you for your question. Said that's fight the fighters' favorite old buddy, Nathan Igor, which causes. The sun to illuminate exactly one half of the what? I'm sorry, guys. I butchered that. They said, what causes the sun to eliminate exactly one half of the flat earth at a time? Shouldn't a light illuminate a circular spot, not a watermelon slice? Uh, sure. I don't know if you could make my screen big. I'll just use the video I'm playing on my or, or... But either way, I mean, it's not that far away. Maybe do that, James. No, it's, it's cool. So the sun's not that far away, and there's a firmament up there. So as the sun is uh, traveling, making its path throughout the year, uh, it, it lights up It lights up more or less, whatever. But it, the thing is, it's not that far away. Like a lot of bottles like to say the sun should illuminate the whole flat earth. But just like a light street doesn't illuminate the whole neighborhood, neither does the sun because it's not that big. It's not 93 million miles away. Yeah, a light bulb uh, doesn't. It's not, yeah. it's not a million miles wide. It's, it's a lot smaller. Yeah, really a quick question, Was it for me, the question? Yeah, yeah. Can I ask you? Can I ask you a quick question just about the firmament in general? Why? Yeah, why do you think yeah. there's a firmament? Is it because it says firmament in the Bible? That's one of the reasons. But uh, actually, uh, right, okay. Um, so, right. Let me just follow on from that question. Do you know what firmament like, originally you just, like, means? You ask me a question and just give me one word to respond. Like, like yeah. Uh, I mean, that, also, I just needed a yes or no. If you think it's from the Bible. Bible, not only because of the Bible, also because the rockets, uh, they they seem to run into something once once they reach a certain altitude. And the third thing is we got no, these sun dogs where they actually cause reflections uh, of the sun. See, uh, different. <clears throat> okay, right. Back, back to firmament and being from the Bible, which which was my original point. Um, do you know that when you translate the word firmament back in the original Hebrew that the Bible was written in, it actually means expanse, not dome. Um, you know, you you. It's, it's mentioned more than once, so you could take into yeah, account. Yeah, yeah, and it, the, the it's literally it's a, a translation of the word expanse, not it's also the word said solid. It's solid like molten glass. It's solid like brass or some type of metal at one point. So, again, you're taking it out of context. I don't even think well, you've read the original translation so from the people. The Bible, I've read the Bible. I, I'll tell you one thing. I guarantee I've read the Bible more times than you have. Well, maybe you have, bro, and, and that makes it even weirder. And many different versions of it as well. How do you not? 
how did you not believe in history, like the written history of those people? Like you just kind of dismiss it. And, uh, you know, it's multiple people that wrote the book. But back to the Furman, bro, there's also these things called sun dogs. Oh, hold on, here comes my dog. We must go to yeah. the next sun question. Dogs have Thanks for your question. Yeah, yeah. This one coming yeah. in from Mike Billars. No, we got that one. Jay Mixon, thank you, says Isaiah 4022 describes the earth as a circle that is implied to be spherical in nature. Was the Bible incorrect about that? And they said, this is for the flat earther. Can you, can you repeat the question? So basically they're saying, they're saying that in Isaiah 40, 22, that that's best interpreted as meaning that the earth is a sphere. And they're saying, is this, according to the flat earther, according to you, is it wrong in saying that the earth is a sphere? Well, it actually literally says the word circle. Uh, so uh, so I don't know. Good. And the yeah. other thing is uh, in the same book, not not too far after. I don't know what the exact chapter or verse it is, but it, it has to. There was a word for ball, so he could have used the word ball as opposed to the word circle. Uh, so yeah, regarding the Bible and uh, Isaiah, but yeah, he, there's actually a word for for sphere, I believe, in the same uh, the same the same book, this couple couple chapters later. So he could have gotcha. used that word. Next word question. P.S. Irish demon saw you in the chat. Forgive me for being so. Uh, if this comes off as brash, but only because I hadn't got an email response. Nathan Thompson requested to debate you, just letting you know. Just wanted to be sure that you actually got my email because I hadn't heard a response. But I know you might be busy, so don't feel pressured. Next up, thanks, Esteban Ilabaca says, For Iger, Saros predicts the day of an eclipse. Does it explain how they happen over a flat plane? What about lunar eclipses? Take your time. That's lunar eclipses, all right. I like it. I like it. Because actually, when I came into the flat earth, there was two things I couldn't explain. And uh, eclipses, the, the lunar eclipses is one, but there's something called Selene line eclipses, which is the impossible eclipse, where uh, there's a lunar eclipse with the sun still above the horizon, which destroys the heliocentric model because they're obviously both is still above the horizon. Uh, so the best conclusion is there's uh, other objects up there that we can't see. They've been known as Rahu and Ketu. And then uh, also uh, they've been called the dark sun. So... Um, so, so yeah, there's other objects up there that we don't know about. And, and again, that goes into how does the sky work? How does the firmament work? According to Jesus, you know, it's hard to explain, hard enough for us humans to understand how the world here works. Uh, he, he didn't get to explain to us how the, 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 the heavenly bodies operated, if it's magnetism or how exactly everything operates up there. So <clears throat> next up, this question in response to the question that was just asked to you, Iger. Jay Mixon says, Iger, what does the consensus in biblical academia interpret the quote-unquote circle in Isaiah 40.22 to be? So they're asking, what's the majority think? Unfortunately, like most of us, we've all been brainwashed since birth to believe that we live on a spinning ball. Uh, first thing they need to do is put a globe in the classroom. So uh, that's why everybody in this day of age, the flat, the flat earth people are growing. The geocentric people are growing. The, the biblical cosmology people are growing. But, uh, but unfortunately, most of us, uh, like myself, it took me 35 years to even hear about it. I never even heard about the Flat Earth. So, uh, so I believe I lived on a spinning ball most of my life, just like I expect the whole rest of the world to do. Because uh, the propaganda, which is controlled by six corporations that owns all the media, they control our point of view on a lot of different topics. I just remembered something. Forgive me, you guys. We have a person who wants to argue that 9-11 was an inside job. We are looking for a person to take them on, namely a person who will argue, uh, no, like 9-11 is pretty much the way that we understand it, namely a terrorist attack. And so if you 
uh, happen to be one of the, if you take that position that I just described, please reach out to me via email at Modern Day Debate. It's actually, putting... uh, I ain't touching that over the 10 foot. Oh bar. man, a lot of people wake up to that or woke up to that because that was so long ago, 20 years ago, but uh, that's actually uh, one of the first conspiracies. All right, that's it. not the topic, so I'm not going to let you talk <laughs> hey, about geez, it. Yeah, man, but it was done I, by the bankers. We're, we're, what we're going to do is do want to let you know, folks, yes, that's going to be an epic debate, and it's supposed to be next Saturday night. So let me know. I'm at moderndaydebate at gmail.com. Next question. Thank you very much. This one, Esteban uh, James, Ilabaca. You know, one, of, one of your mods is um, you know, I- I- insinuating that I'm a transvestite and stuff. Um, I mean, gotcha. that's very nice. Especially coming Thanks from for letting me know about that. True. Mods, uh, oh, yeah. Okay, so a mod is saying that? What's the name of the person? you have any 40, kids 40, uh, 40. fight the flatter? Yes, I have two lovely children. And you're going to teach him that uh, history is fake and uh, God doesn't teach him the truth. I think a moderator already deleted it. I can't see it, but let me know because we do actually want to stop. He's asking again next drag night, he says, 44 of the truth. You know, it's just lovely that this is the kind of stuff that flatterers have to resort to insinuating that I'm transvestite and stuff instead of attacking the arguments that I bring up. It's lovely. Thank you for, for showing what kind of people Flat Earthers are, 44 The Truth. That's very helpful to everybody who's going to watch this video in the future and the 620 people watching you be a horrific human being right now. Good job. Well done. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. 444 Truth, we are not looking for, uh, for attacks on our guests as we actually do appreciate our guests. And we'd have to be stupid to just be like, yeah, we're just going to like like let it fly and let people trash the guests if you want to trash me fair game like i honestly don't care for for truth uh <laughs> just want to let you know like i don't care trash me and i've asked the moderators to leave the you uh the insults of me alone but don't trash the guests <laughs> matthew Steele, thanks for your question said Iger tv if the earth is flat why haven't cats pushed everything off of it yet checkmate my cats would have <laughs> That's interesting, but but you know, obviously there's an ice wall, so the cats will have to travel through all the way through Antarctica. We don't know how big Antarctica is, uh, regarding as a wall. Uh, so yeah, that's why uh, that's why it's almost impossible. Like nobody, mm. there's not a Seven Eleven every five miles when you're in Antarctica. So you, God knows what what kind of equipment you would need to try to find the firmament where the firmament meets the ice wall. Some people think there's more continents on the other side. I imagine LSD, something like that. Next up, thank you very much for this question. Appreciate it. And yes, I did remove the mod status of the the person that did that. So I saw somebody say that in the chat, and I'm like, I completely agree. Just, just to be clear, I have, I have no issues with, with transvestite at all. I just think using that as an attack on someone, it, it's, it's, you know, I, it doesn't bother me, but using calling somebody a transvestite as an attack is is insulting to people that are trans and stuff. So, I mean, it, it's just a, an immature, stupid thing to do. And it's more annoying that you're you're actually trashing trans people than me. So it just shows what kind of person you actually are. So next question, this one coming in from Richard Petrosev. Thank you very much. Said backwards. Hey, they said backwards fight the flat earth closer at bottom than at top. Yeah, I, I did misspeak, oh. obviously, I, I with the with the bridge thing. I, I, I said closer at the top. Well, I meant further away at the top. My, my bad. I had a brain fart for a minute. Oh, whoa, wait, wait. Flat Earther, pay attention. I just admitted when I was wrong. That's a thing that you can do, by the way. Gotcha. And thank you very much for your question. This one coming in from Ozian. Thanks, Ozian, for your huge support, by the way. Seriously, that cheered me up last night. I don't know if you guys were here last night. It was a contentious debate. and uh, But Ozian, you seriously cheered me up despite that. So thank you. 
They said, Iger, why do we use the curve of the earth in calculating power line protection for lines that are very long and they work all the time? Yeah, I don't think uh, I don't think they use curve to show the earth for anything. Like I said, even when you're flying aircraft, which is the one moment where you think uh, you will need it to take it onto account. If you ever seen that uh, jets flying right above the ocean, uh, they will have to take into account the curvature of the earth, which is eight inches per mile square for a uh, uh, ball that size uh, 20, 24,900 miles in circumference. So even pilots don't take it into account. Uh, they don't take it into account with building roads or anything like that. So uh, that's just a misconception. And um, uh, who knows, probably got it from one of Greg's channel or one of his friends. Next up, thanks very much. And do appreciate you guys holding people accountable in the chat. So thanks, everybody. And feel free to whistle. I don't understand why people have to be like that. It, 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 like, how is that helpful to anybody? How is that going to make you look good? I just, it, it doesn't make sense. If anything, it's the, the one thing they're not realizing is putting that on your in your chat could actually endanger your channel. You know, that, that's something that Google doesn't stand for. And that kind of thing isn't just insulting to the people you're trying to be derogatory to, but it's also possibly damaging to the channel that you're supposed to be a mod on. I mean, what's wrong with you? Next up, Daver, thanks for your question, said, Fight the Flat Earth. The picture of the Earth that you showed only shows Africa on one side of the sphere. So how could the rest of the continents and oceans fit on the other side of that picture of the Earth that you showed? Um, again, I did show the, uh, <laughs> you can either zoom in on something or be close to it and that will make it look different. Uh, where's the picture that I showed just now? I seem to have lost it. Um, but give me one sec. Um, I can't find it. I think, I, no, there we go. Yeah. So <clears throat> as this pic, this is the same globe, right? Taken, it just, I think it just changed the lens and moved dif distances. Uh, one side shows Africa to be covering most of it, and on the other, it shows Africa to look relatively smaller. It's just a matter of how far zoomed in you are, um, not understanding, you know, zoom and how you see a sphere based on how far away you are from it isn't a debunk of anything. It's it's simple. I'm showing you the same thing here right in front of you. Thank you to Tommy Grondel. This is not the same thing because you're seeing a lot more content. It totally is the same thing. It's exactly the same thing. What's going to happen if you got even closer to that globe on the left? You're seeing America. So, yeah, it's definitely not the same thing. What do you think would happen if you got even closer to that globe on the left? You're not going to see the whole Stuff around the edges would disappear. Look at the one on the right, okay? Look how much of Russia you can see, all right? But the one on the left, most of Russia has actually disappeared now. It hasn't just vanished. It's still there. It's just your, you know, your your point of view, what you're able to see of the sphere has changed based on how close. I, you are. I would I would break out the crayons, but I don't want to, you know, James is trying to get through more pictures. Yeah, yeah. Let's move on. Thanks. But yeah, this is definitely not the same picture. Mike Biller says Mike Biller says, Thanks, Bob. And Thanks, Bob. Sleepy Dan says, Iger keeps claiming the globe only has cartoons. So please show us real images of the whole flat earth oh wait all you have are cartoons and memes actually every picture every picture you're ever going to take that doesn't have a gopro uh wide angle lens camera is a picture of a flat earth because you can see the horizon as you go up you can see even further you can see the horizon there the horizons uh called the horizon because it's horizontal it doesn't curve so uh so yeah every picture of the earth every picture you're ever going to take is going to prove a flat stationary earth at that because it if it was moving a thousand miles per hour or uh, 66,600 miles per hour 
it'll be blurry. You wouldn't even be able to see it. No, you're traveling at the same speed. Or you're not moving at all. Next up. Relative motion is a thing. Appreciate your question. Jay Mixon says, there was an episode of Dinosaurs where Robbie walked around the entire Earth to prove it's round. Boom. Oh, don't get me started on dinosaurs, bro, because I'm one of those guys that uh, think either they were big animals like birds uh, that lived with mankind before the flood, or, uh, you know, the word dinosaur wasn't even invented until 1842 by Sir Richard Owen. Before that, every book calls some dragons, big lizards. Um, so, yeah, so the word dinosaur wasn't even invented until 1842. And then they, gotcha. they found it too. I don't think he was that serious about the dinosaur comment, but... Um, I just want to throw that in there, James. Okay. You know, back to 9-11, you know, the one world government, one world currency, one world religion. That's the three main goals for the Antichrist to come to power. Mm-hmm. Woo, it all ties together. Just to keep it on topic, Magellan well, says, Magellan says, hi, modern debate, wishing you lots of omnidirectionality and reasonality from Singapore. Thanks for your support, friend. We do appreciate it. And thanks for being, I mean, it must be, it's got to be morning uh, in Singapore, I'm thinking, but we're pumped. Thank you so much. And John Himes says, fight the flat earth. Explain how you think there's a an air pressure without a physical barrier. Just saying gravity doesn't work by the just saying gravity doesn't work by the way, buddy. Uh, well, wrong, because gravity is the answer. It's experimentally verified that mass attracts mass and that the equation FG equals GM1 M2 uh, over R squared is correct. In fact, it was only a couple of days ago shown to be correct at the smallest gravitational measurement that they've ever made. So the atmosphere has mass. It accelerates towards the ground. You do not need a physical container to actually hold in gas pressure. All you need is an acceleration that you have to overcome. It's simple. Um, It's not my fault if you deny gravity. I'm not going to also deny a fundamental force of the universe that has been experimentally verified. Gotcha. And Farron Salas, thanks for your support, says, thanks, Modern Day Debate team, for providing Saturday night entertainment. Thanks, James. Fight the Flat Earth and Iger for your time this evening. I couldn't couldn't agree more in terms of giving the guests credit. They are linked in the description, folks. So if this is somehow the first time that you've heard of them, hey, This is a great opportunity, whether you're listening via podcast or YouTube, you can click on their links in the description box below. Thank you for your question. This one coming in from Matthew Steele says, fight the flat earth. Would you steel man the widely presented flat earth, quote unquote, argument to explain the reason that the whole world and all of science are lying to the public? I've never understood um, I've been told um, by flat earthers that the the reason is to have power over, you know, if you can fool people and save the earth's globe, then you can control anything. Another reason I've been told by flat earthers is it's to hide God. Um, I couldn't steal man it because I've never been given a cohesive answer from a flat earther myself. So unfortunately not. That was gotcha. actually a good answer. Uh, yeah, definitely to high God, because uh, if you believe you come from a nothing explosion, it's different than, uh, you know, God made everything in six days. And, uh, but yeah, that was, uh, that was good. Uh, okay. And for money, I mean, $20 billion a year, that's just NASA. Then you got the whole... Yeah, yeah, they just um, have a bunch of parties with Crookers and Blow, didn't you hear? That's what Space Force that hasn't done anything. I don't know what the Space Force has done other than the, the lead YouTube channel. They're more like the Cyber Space Force. 
Gotcha. And folks, seeing like stuff in the chat, it's um, I think you've already been banned. Uh, yeah, but I mean, like, I'm just like amazed that some of you guys are. I don't know what what your problem is because I, that's one percent. I just want to be clear that. 99% of you are actually like pleasant and reasonable people in the chat, but like 1% of you will try to go off on people. And it's like, seriously, we are happy to delete you. We want you out. If you're just going to trash guests personally, it's not that hard to just trash the arguments instead of the guests. That's not that confusing. So anyway, next you know, up, for... idiot or whatever, but, but don't try and insult me by using as an LGBTQ like definition as an insult that's not insulting to me it's insulting to them because you're trying to use it as an insult don't be such a horrific person <laughs> next up this one coming in from c4 said what a beat down hit the thumbs up fight the flat earth check your dms and yes thank you thank you very much for your question this one coming in from sorry guys i got i got sidetracked this one coming in from Matthew Steele said, oh, we got that one. General Ballsack, appreciate it, said, fight the flat earth. What constitutes a model and how could a flat earther prove his model to you? Well, like I said, a model has to have predictive capabilities and be able to explain multiple phenomena. You know, you have to um, not only just go, yeah, this is roughly right, but given it maybe an explanation of the mechanics behind it, it has to be a mathematical representation of reality that can be verified. Uh, and that's something that flat earth never has. <clears throat> they can sometimes explain individual phenomena. Um, never. Well, they can at least met, you know, say this is going to happen in this order or something, but they can never explain multiple phenomena happening at the same time with a cohesive model of any kind. Next Again, uh, you know, the planisphere, the astrolabe, all these are instruments we used to we work to on a globe. The sky. Uh, so, yeah, we, we have instruments uh, that predict and that's the same, same model. You think NASA is using, but they're actually using the same instruments to predict the same the same events. You giving more evidence to the globe. Thanks for that, dude. I do appreciate you doing my job for me. Yeah, no problem, bro. Yeah, the Polaris never moves. The constellations haven't changed in the in the six thousand years of written history. Sorry, what? Hold on. Polaris doesn't move. Then why is it recorded in almanacs as moving over the centuries? Um, why are the star uh, positions different now so much so they had to change the star signs? Why don't the like the you know the the guidestones and stuff line up above the pyramids and everything uh, anymore? Why? So yeah, the stars do move. You're you're absolutely wrong in everything you say. If you would like more details on that, go to mc2.net/polaris. Constellations haven't changed. Yes, they have. They absolutely have changed. Why do you think they had to change the actual astrology science? Even if you look at NASA, it's going to tell you they change every 250,000 years. So yeah, they haven't changed at all because Earth is only 6,000 years old. So they got to go far away. If you want measurements of it happening over the past few, you know, maybe 10 centuries, go to mctune.net forward slash Polaris, where there is historical almanacs that sailors have used to chart the positions of the stars changing over history. Sorry, you're wrong. I would say you're wrong and the constellations. Oh, I've got evidence, point. though. You've just got Next up, I, uh, what I do want to do is jump in the next one. Magellan says the AE map works perfect, perfectly if you use the latitude longitude lines, which therefore then proves it's a projection of a globe. Yeah, I will say that the the AE the AE map has been around before the globe, so uh, 
all that does is prove that uh, no, the Pluto was uh, reverse engineered from the 80 maps. Next up, Isaiah 4022 says, I flat smack in the real world with lots of success, but I do find theory believers like Craig who love TNASA slash Satan. Yeah, um, NASA is nothing to do with Satan. And um, I don't have a belief in Satan, so it's very hard for me to love him. Um, next, next interesting. Up, next up. Next up, B- founded by uh, this B1, B1, I want to I wanna give him the last word on that one. B1 Sixth Street Burner says, Iger, can you explain the observation of the sun during the summer solstice from the Tropic of Capricorn and the Tropic of Cancer? Fight the Flat Earth could explain as could you please explain afterwards love modern day debates kudos james thanks for your kind words friends uh and our, our friend and thank you uh Iger, for jumping on this question uh, your best shot at can you explain the observation of the sun during the summer solstice from the tropic of capricorn and the tropic of cancer cancer well yeah i mean that's the one with it's uh, like uh, right in the middle of everything so everybody gets to see it like a uh, said at the same i mean like we all have 12 hour days or whatnot so it's right when it's right at the middle of uh, the equator or whatever gotcha next up magellan thanks for your question said how is this guy able to form let's see um he said it must make it must take olympic efforts to be uh, okay magellan we're looking for please don't insult the guests though i appreciate your support of the channel jt6 mania says fight the flat earth do you have curvature measurement Proof yes. of masses attracting or time space bending. Yes. Do you have proof yes. of gas pressure without a physical container? That's a straw man, right? So um, let, let's let go one point by by point there. Me, um, measurement, proof of measurements of curve. Yes, go to mctune.net forward slash r. There's an entire list of measurements of the curve done throughout history that all correlate with each other. Uh, what was the next point? You got it. Thanks. The next question <laughs> was, do you have Proof of gas pressure without a physical container. Well, that's a straw man. There is no gas pressure without a container. No one says that gravity is the container. And I think you also asked about proof of mass attracting mass. Well, yes, there is much experimental evidence of that. Like I said, recently they measured it with the most accuracy ever using two, I think, two millimeter gold spheres um, and tested the gravitational attraction between that using the torsion, uh, the Cavendish torsion balance. You also asked about any proof of bending space-time. Yes, that would be the Eddington experiment of 1919, where they predicted the shift in the position of the stars uh, during the eclipse, and lo and behold, that's what actually happened. So yes, to all those things, I can do them, no worries. Gotcha. Next up, thank you for your... Oh, they also asked, is there, is there proof of time-space bending? Yeah, yeah, that's that's the Eddington experiment of 1919. Gotcha. And then Richard Petrusev says, Flat Earth part of Brazil is in the Northern Hemisphere. Or no, they're saying Flat Earther. So they're saying Iger. Part of Brazil is in the Northern Hemisphere. All right. That's cool. But I've seen many reports where they can see uh, Polaris from below the equator. Far no. enough where it would have made no. sense for it to be on a spinning uh, pair or no. whatever it Not is. Not one, ever. kids nowadays they live in. Gotcha. And OXD says, Iger, that makes no sense to me and goes against my beliefs. Therefore, they're saying, okay, so they're quoting you. They're saying, Iger says, that makes no sense to me or goes against my beliefs. Therefore, it's not true, unquote. Is an incredulity fallacy, they're saying. Why do you claim evolution is wrong? 
Oh, because uh, nobody's ever seen it. We've never seen a monkey evolve Incorrect. into other than a monkey. Nobody's ever seen a chicken evolve into anything other than a chicken. Nobody's ever seen a, a cow evolve into anything other than a cow. So, uh, so yeah, there is some uh, adaptation or what they call a micro evolution that happens where, you know, you can turn a wolf into a chihuahua. But you're never going to turn a dog into a human. And we're never going to see it happen. If so, uh, says, but um, there actually is demonstrations within our lifetime of uh, species evolving into other species. The London Underground mosquitoes being an excellent example of becoming an entire another species through evolution. So, what, again, what unsurprisingly, become? you are wrong. What species did they become? They became an entire new species of mosquitoes. Oh, so a mosquito turned into a mosquito. Well, a completely different species of mosquito. You, you understand what I'm saying? An entirely different species. You like get I that, say, right? You turn a wolf into a chihuahua, but you can't turn a chihuahua into a wolf. And because you're only losing well, everything. Uh, there is also evidence of whales. Uh, there's also evidence of, uh, of, of land mammals becoming whales through fossil evolution. Again, you're wrong. You don't understand anything. So your best proof of evolution is a mosquito becoming a mosquito. All right, thank you so is much. Is evolution right. actually happening? That's my evidence, yes. Next up, right. uh, Joe Bloggs, thanks for your question. Thanks, said, Fred. fight the flat earth. How many, let's see, uh, it's not quite a serious question. Robert Russell, thanks for your question. Said, I'm a navigator with thousands of flight hours. We do use flat charts or maps. However, we navigate using orthodromic navigation or great circle navigation. Do you understand yeah. great cir circle navigation? I think that's for you, Iger. I mean, if, it, if it's talking about the circles of the, uh, you know, like the AE map has different circles, then, I mean, gosh, that that just, uh, you know, they're going to say it's for the curve, so they're adjusting for, for their latitude, longitude, assuming they live in the globe, but but it's really because, uh, because uh, you know, east and west are not the way we've been taught. It's more of a circular pattern than it is uh, a curvature pattern. Next up, this one coming in from Robert Russell said, oh, got that one. Blade Runner 0001 says, I'm wondering if that was Iger throwing the bottle off the edge in, quote, the gods must be crazy. I've never seen that movie. But uh, <laughs> have you, Iger? Gods off the edge? No, I'm going to have to check it out. What's the name of the movie? The gods must be crazy is what it's called, I guess. Never seen it, bro. Never seen it. Next, Mike Menzi says, if we can see craters on the moon at 240,000 miles away with a $500 camera, why can't we zoom in from the ISS and see people walking sideways? Hashtag flat. That's, they're a lot smaller. Um, ISS isn't about taking pictures of the Earth. Uh, we can't actually see the entire attacker crater. We can just see the kind of the lines around the outside of it and like a darkness. We can't resolve the actual crater itself, uh, especially not with the naked eye. Um, however, there is um, cameras that have been powerful enough from space uh, in satellites to zoom in and pick up individual people. Just because they don't specifically have it on the ISS doesn't mean that it's fake. And to say hashtag flat after citing the ISS is incredibly dumb. No, no, it's been measured by a friend of mine to be exactly where it yeah, is. So, that works no. for you. I know. I know. You're, the guy no, that no, measure, you yeah, know. physical measurements actually work. Yes, they do. You're right. Yeah, the guy no that works for you measures it. And that's true. Thank you, man. Yeah. Thank you. 
Yeah. Right, I mean, he didn't work for me at the time. Revolution. Moving on. Next yeah. up, Ozian uh, says, No, Iger, I am a power systems engineer who has done the math, tested the schemes, and seen them work correctly. Are you just calling me a liar instead? It has zero to do with NASA. I mean, if, what, what, what did he say? What did he claim to have done? Let me... Uh, he said... Well, I'll read his original super chat. So he said um, in his original <clears throat> one, he said, why do we use the curve of the earth in calculating power line protect, protection for lines that are very long and they work all the time? And then uh, their follow-up, you must have said something about NASA because he said, no, Iger, I'm a power systems engineer who has done the math and tested the schemes and seen them work correctly are you just calling me a liar instead it has nothing to do with nasa yeah i don't know the guy personally i don't want to call him anything but there is no curvature to the earth there is no eight inches per mile square which would be the formula for a ball twenty four thousand nine hundred miles so uh so yeah that's all you know that's cord measurements right huh Uh -huh. you know the eight inches per mile squared is is cord measurements and actually if you map it out makes a parabola not 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 a sphere the correct, actually, formula that you, you, the correct formula you're looking for is um, H equals R times one minus cos A. So, uh, you know, no, it's not it's not it's not your fault that you've listened to Eric Dubay and been indoctrinated by morons. That's yeah, not your yeah. fault. Don't worry. No, no, no. But again, um, again, you know, this whole parabola thing comes from a misunderstanding. I actually debated a guy for over an hour just on the eight inches per mile square. The correct formula is actually seven point nine eight seven point nine eight inches per mile square, right, which still makes which a parabola will be accurate. For a ball 24,900 miles in, in circumference. No, that still makes the problem. Here for us is eight inches per mile square. The other problem was that they were dividing instead of multiplying. Next up, say, Brian, oh, Brian Williamson says, Will you both fight each other in a boxing match? I'll take him um, out. No. Why, why <laughs> would I fight physically when I can just dominate him intellectually? It's more fun. Gotcha. Right. OG, violence here, OG uh, Goblin. Next I'm, time. I'm hoping to uh, change his mind. Not, uh, not, uh, or plus anybody on the check is definitely great. You would need evidence to be able to change my mind. And okay, you have here we, we must go to the next one. It was just a play. They don't really want you to fight. Okay, so OG Goblin says, how come nobody can show proof of this ice wall, even with satellites? Yeah, you could just Google up Antarctic ice wall and a lot of images come up. So uh, it was circumnavigated. Yeah, so I've been to McMurdo Station in Antarctica and there is definitely no ice wall. Yeah, there's a lot yeah, of different stations in Antarctica, and they're as credible as uh, the International Space Station. Hmm. Yeah, no, Agent again. Smith, number 2727, says, Iger, tell how birds are not real. Birds are real. Gotcha. No, no, no. They're spy drones replaced by the government in 1974. Are you an indoctrinated sheep that thinks birds are actually real? Oh, my God, you have just been listening to the government indoctrination your whole life. Tell me, have you right, ever seen right. a real bird give birth to another bird? No. Birds are all drones replaced by the government in 1972 to spy on us, and you can't tell me any different. Yeah. Have you see, ever seen a bird give birth to a, to a, to a dog? Next up, Richard Petru. Exactly, they're all Petru. drones. Richard Petrusev says, you only see further when increasing altitude on a curved surface. On a flat Earth, you would see less because your eyes angular resolution and that's uh that's that's ridiculous like i explained earlier you can do this for yourself if you just uh uh if you just have a simple drone you could buy you could you could definitely see a lot further just by raising your altitude level and that's that's ridiculous 
like I said, an ant on the table. You can't see to the end of the table, but if you race the ant up three feet above the table, he can see the whole table. So it's a, it's a ridiculous argument. And the table's flat, by the way, just like the earth. Gotcha. And uh, Jay Mixon says, for the record, Iger Dinosaurs, quote-unquote, is a 90s TV sitcom. It was really good. Gotcha. Thank you for that. I, I miss believing in, in like Littlefoot and the dinosaurs and um No, yeah. that's the wrong dinosaur family. Breaking. Okay. What? John Hymes says Fight the Flat Earth <laughs> Gravity is nothing but incoherent electromagnetism that actually decreases with the increase in size of mass. What a load of babbling nonsense. No, it absolutely is not. That would uh determine some difference in material and acceleration. Uh Columns Law which would be what that was based on, uh, describes a repulsive and attractive force, whereas gravity only ever describes an attractive force. No, absolutely not. We can measure electromagnetic signals, and also what you are implying means that gravity would stop working inside a Faraday cage, which it doesn't. Gotcha. Yeah, I agree with the comment. Uh, gravity, gravity is just a theory. It's never been Yeah, proven. but what the fuck do you know, so? Yeah, and, uh, but yeah, gravity is just a theory never been proven. Newton's gravity pulls everything to the center of the Earth, while Einstein's oh, gravity all the experiments, of course. Following the curvature yeah. of space and time, so uh, neither is real. You can't prove any of them. And then uh, I do find the whole... Uh, Look, if, if you like, you can just say, I don't understand, and it'd be a lot quicker for all of us. Uh, Newton's gravity pulls everything to the center of the mass, and then uh, you got Einstein's gravity, this, which follows an uh, object following the curvature of space-time. Yeah, and they both describe exactly the same thing. Because... There's an experiment done like a couple of days ago or weeks ago, and they tested a little bit of gravity. Never heard of it, but whatever. That's your question. Problem. Sorry. It's probably done by one of your workers. Because the question was originally for Fight the Flat Earth, I want to give him the last word, then we'll go to the next one. It, it's okay. Um, gravity's been experimentally verified. Uh, I'll quickly say five experiments that show it. You've got Cavendish experiment, the Shehelian experiment, the um, Eddington experiment of 1919, the Pound Replica experiment, um, and the... Um, oh, wait, that was five. Yeah, no, that's all. <laughs> gotcha. And this next one coming in from Becker TP says... Iger explained the 24-hour sunlight below the Antarctic Circle from September to March. The sun goes from spotlight to magically wrapping around the entire outside of the Flat Earth model. Right, and uh, the only videos I've ever seen of a 24-hour um, uh, sunlight in Antarctica, now you can see them from the north hem northern hemisphere, which will make sense on the Flat Earth, but I've seen some videos of the, of the southern hemisphere with the 24-hour sunlight, and they all, they're all from Antarctica. And since only uh, only the government NASA bases are, are in Antarctica, I don't yeah, trust them. Murdo bases and NASA base. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, you got it. Government. Next up, this one coming in. For you and they wouldn't lie to you. Next one. Jay Mixon, Jay Mixon says, Iger, although you got demolished tonight and I don't believe a word you said, you're a cool guy and I'm glad both you and Fight the Flat Earth gave us a great show. Thank you. He's happy. Nice. And well, I, I like, my favorite part was when he said uh, mosquitoes turn into mosquitoes and that proves evolution. Next up, we uh, JT6Mania says, the experiment you mentioned proves electrical current attraction, not gravity, Incorrect. Fight the Flat Earth. Uh, that couldn't happen with gold. So, no. Um, if, you, if you search um, for smallest measurement of gravity ever you, you'll find an article about the the recent um you know uh, in, 
extremely accurate measurement of gravity that was done done using two two millimeter gold spheres uh, with an, you know, an insanely small mass, but they were still able to measure the gravitational attraction between those masses. Gotcha. And that isn't explained with electromagnetism or anything like that. So no, it could be actually. This one coming in from oh, Mike really? Menzi. Thank you, Mike. Says no footage of International Space Station being built. Pictures of yes, people sir. from quote unquote space are from drones. You're citing gravity for all your answers. It's never been proven. Never. By experiments I just mentioned, of course. Next up. Next up. Tim Pryor Tim says, Pry heck with Antarctica. How does Alaska get 67 days of night in 80 days of sun, or I'm sorry, of daylight Magic. on flat earth? Right. And then, so when the, when the sun is moving around the Tropic of um, uh, Cancer, which is the closer circle, then uh, it will make perfect sense. You can also see 24-hour daylights from uh, Iceland. And I've talked to a lot of people, but, but again... Only Antarctica has 24-hour daylight, according to a couple of videos that you see from Antarctica that have been uh, poorly edited, and you can see where they clip them and stuff like that. So, uh, so yeah, There's, as far as I know, no, no, uh, from no continent in the southern hemisphere which actually has a population, they do not experience 24-hour um, sunlight. It's only in Antarctica, and it's only uh, from uh, one of the government-controlled bases. If you guys don't know about Antarctica like by now. After debating 500 people, then you know there's a uh, there's been a treaty in place by corporations and governments to not next, allow people to explore. Next, next up, the Crawdaddy 029 says... I can just say you've never read that, have you? So it's cool. The Crawdaddy 029 says, it's the strangest thing. Iger says, NASA photos are a lie, but Google ice wall photos are real? Are you serious, Iger? Well, yeah, you take into account also the, the, the people that have... Um, circumnavigated the globe like Magellan and they always uh, stop around nobody can circumnavigate the globe crossing the, the Antarctica it's only um... oh have you not heard of one more orbit that did it about a year and a half ago interesting that you wouldn't have um, actually looked that up for a circumnavigation of the globe going over Antarctica because that's exactly what the one more orbit team did and do you know what else they live streamed the entire thing amazing yeah, um, that it's never been done except for it was live streamed that's incredible yeah uh so you how long did it take them if it was live streamed this, this must be like a ridiculously long video how badly i'm edited. not sure the exact times anyone could just go and look up the one more orbit team and see what they did for themselves but to say it's never been done is a ridiculous so assertion so when it was done and live streamed you, you said it's been done once about uh, a year ago. I'm gonna have I, I'll watch it, but well, I'm that's gonna, that's, I'm, a, I'm that's uh, one. It's been done many times, but everyone complains that there's no records. Blah 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 blah. Someone did it. Into the match, the, the entire the thing, skipping through the wall and and uh, coming right back out. So that's when you yeah, look. Pac Man. It's called Pac Man physics. That's what they do. See, they go off one side and they magically teleport to the other. Of course, um, they travel through the wall and then come back up on the other side but they don't actually cross antarctica they're just skipping through please the tell me please tell me you're being sarcastic right now please oh no, there's another all this holy tell me you are being sarcastic right now and not making a serious statement no. because if you no. are making a serious statement i am taking that as a short and putting it on my channel yeah go ahead take it put it as a chat i'm gonna put the whole Next could up. you, could you say it again for me channel. one sec james please could you just say it again for me uh what happens People go down to Antarctica, they skim through the coastline, 
and come back on the other side. They don't they don't cross the southern pole. Now I haven't heard about this one world orbit thing that you're talking about. What's it called again? One more orbit. One more orbit. I haven't heard of, about them, but by the name of it, it sounds like they're related to NASA, RAXA, JAXA. No, nope, not in the slightest. Because it's uh, one word orbit. I mean, come on. Yeah, it's just the name of, of what it was called, right? Sorry, James, for interrupting you. No, I wonder okay. who funded them, and uh, you know, are they affiliated? Yeah, all the details are on their website. It was privately funded. Privately funded by the government, and there's no, that's not all privately funded. Like a fight of flatter. Right, you know, you can, you can just you stop talking at any, at any time. It's perfectly okay to stop it works for. Uh, so, yeah, it seems like you guys are all, you know, kind of, that's kind of fishy. But all right. Yeah. Um, Next question. We're all connected. Karen and Brian. HR. <laughs> Brian League says, fight the flat earth, what in the globe repeats every 18 years matching lunar eclipses? The lunar eclipses. Iger, they say, come to Brandon's Flat Earth channel <laughs> if you are near Jacksonville, Florida, to discuss tests. Isn't Brandon a flat earther? That's what they say. Yeah, yeah. He wants you to go over there and discuss tests. Amazing. And people uh, right. I had a discussion with Brandon earlier on my channel, um, and it was relatively pleasant, even though he's wrong. Um, he was quite as dumb as this guy, that's for sure. Next Just up. the guy that thinks a mosquito turning into a mosquito proves evolution. All right, moving on. That's exactly what evolution is, but you yeah, know. Yeah, mosquitoes turning into mosquitoes. You don't understand evolution. That's no problem. Bebop for right. Life says, hey, Flatty, why do you people... <laughs> Sorry. Hey, Flatty, why do people looking south in South Africa and people looking south in Australia see the same star rotation, which would be looking in different directions on the flat Earth view? Because it's a different time of the day, so if you don't know how to plan it, I mean, you can buy a planisphere for $12 on eBay. It, uh, we mapped out all the stars a long time ago. Uh, we live in a geocentric, stationary world. Uh, the North Star oh, hasn't moved. Move again. Cool. And, uh, and yeah, the constellations haven't changed. According to NASA, they changed 250,000 years ago, but the Earth is only 6,000 years old. Nope, so NASA agreed that the, the stars have changed. That's wrong. All right, disagree. Next up, thanks to your question, this one coming in from OG Goblin says, which of the two guests have a physics degree? And I'm out. Oh, it's just me then. Next, this one coming in from Becker TP. To James, why am I spending money trying to get honest answers from someone who can deflect any criticism with, quote, it's part of the conspiracy? Right. So that is why we are pretty flexible about letting the other debater jump in. And so... I usually, if you feel like, uh, if you feel like Fight the Flat Earth didn't uh, pressure um, Iger enough, then I have to let you know that like that's the risk you're taking because as a moderator, it gets it's just too subjective. Where it's like, whose feet am I going to hold to the fighter? And it just so we let the debaters do that. And so thanks for your question, Richard Petrusev says to quote CHL: Guard polar bears and spy seals. Uh huh. Um, CHL also makes an excellent point that there would need to be the largest known naval fleet ever guarding the ice wall. Um, that would be impressive. Gotcha. And thank you very much for your question. JT6 Mania says, fight the flat earth. So you're telling me that gold, when exposed to electrical current, doesn't produce a magnetic field? Cavendish... Gold is itself not inherently magnetic, no. 
and then they say Cavendish proves an attraction with opposite charges and a repellent force with the same charges. Incorrect. You can literally do it with wood and still get the same thing. Uh, the, like I said before, using the equation, the uh, columns equation for electrostagnet, uh, electromagnetism, it doesn't work because that counts as an attractive and a repulsive force. The equation for gravity explains what's going on. The the hypothesis is that mass is attracting mass, and that is what you can test. There is no electromagnetic force that you can measure that is causing this attraction based on the distance and mass of the objects. Sorry, no. That is not what it is testing, and the fact that you can do it with many different materials and get exactly the same results completely disproves your hypothesis that it could be an electromagnetic attraction of any kind. Thank you. And OG Goblin says, LOL, through the wall. Mosquitoes turn into mosquitoes. Next up, thank you for your question. <laughs> that was it for those questions. Yes. I want to say, let me just double check. I didn't miss any there. Thank you guys for your questions. We do want to remind you, our guests are linked in the description so that you can hear or read plenty more where that came from. And so we do appreciate our guests. We want to say thank you so much to them. You guys, it's been a true pleasure. Thank you very much, Iger and Fight the Flat Earth. This was entertaining indeed. Uh, I, had, I had great fun. Thank you for having me on, James. I always uh, enjoy coming here and ruining Dunning-Kruger incarnate. Um, any luck on getting um, not Dr. Sugenis to come back? I will ask if we can set that up. I am very serious. I will ask. I I don't know if he's going to want to come back, but I will ask. Clips for him. I promise not to play any movie clips. Um, <laughs> okay, but yeah, I'm not going to go on him. <laughs> yeah, you should I, watch his movie. As I, will, I watched that back, James. I watched that back. And your face, the moment I play that clip, you're like, nope, that's it. It's over. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm a huge Billy Madison fan. So I totally, um, that clicked for me quickly. Richard Petrusev, sorry, I missed your question, said, you only, did I read this? You only see further when increasing altitude. Yeah, you did read that one. Okay. A new one just came in. Endernex, thank you, or EndoXD, thank you for your question, says, we have radiometric dated many things older than 6,000 years old. Oh, yeah. Well, you get into the whole carbon hoax dating being a lie, the potassium argon dating being a lie. So, yeah, these are uh, faulty uh, bias methods that have been used by scientific uh, creation, which is that uh, the earth is only about 6,000 years old, was made by God in six days, like the Bible says. Uh, there was a flood, Noah's flood, about 4,400 years ago. They actually uh, produced most of the fossils we have today. Uh, you need if, if a cat dies on the street today, uh, it's going to turn into dust. It's going to animals are going to eat it. Things needed to be buried and pressurized in order to fossilize. And that's where most of our fossils come from. It's from Noah's flood, not uh, billions and billions of years. Gotcha. Now, want to say, <laughs> folks, thank you so much. We will be back with a post credit scene in which I will be talking about upcoming debates that we are excited for. And so, hey, if you haven't yet hit that subscribe button for many juicy debates, including as Fight the Flat Earth had mentioned, we will be trying to set up a round two, a uh, Rocky versus Apollo Creed second <laughs> match between Fight the Flat Earth and Sun Genesis. So that should be it's a centrist that thinks the Earth's a globe. So it, yeah, it you, should, should you should watch this movie, uh, The Principal. Uh, it's actually a, a good gateway. To I have. Oh, I have. It's, it's hilarious. Oh, my God. That movie is one of the best but, uh, comedy things I've ever seen. 
But yeah, I actually look forward if he does come back because I enjoy watching you guys' debate. Except I felt like you interrupted him every like you know. It seems like you do that a lot. Like you you, you ask a question. Me more than I interrupted him. <laughs> so yeah, um, but I'll say my closing statement real quick. It's just a couple of prayers. The uh, the sinner's prayer for all the all the Christians in the chat is God, please grant us the serenity to accept the things we cannot change, the strength to change the things we can, the wisdom to know the difference. And this is the sinner's prayer for uh, Craig and all the other atheists in the chat. You want to come to Jesus Christ as dear Lord Jesus. I know that I'm a sinner and I ask for your forgiveness. I believe you died for my sin and rose from the dead. I turn from my sins and invite you to come into my heart and life. I want to trust and follow you as my Lord and Savior. Uh, biggest conspiracy there is, is uh, the one world government. All right, Iger, Iger, I have to be honest. It's incredibly Please. rude to not know the format and just pretend as if there's an opening statement. Um, it just looks kind of sketchy like to All do right. it like that. So um, out of fairness to fight the flat earth, I'll give him a chance to respond uh yeah. in in his own closing but i am a little bit like are you are you serious that you're just going to launch into it like that without like so because like fight it's just yeah i it, sorry, i uh fight the flatter that you want to give your own super short just like the super short one from Iger. we can give you a chance to give your own closing statement um the holy words of the Green Lantern Corps, in brightest day, in darkest night, no evil shall escape my sight. Let those who worship evil's might beware my power, Green Lantern's light. That's all. Gotcha. So, and Richard Petrusev says, Venti, uh, Venti cares not for your prayers. Um, give us evidence. Venti, like Brittany Venti? Um, anyway, I'm just kidding. I don't think he needs Venti. But want to say thanks, everybody. We appreciate you for hanging out with us. And we want to let you know we are super excited for upcoming debates, which I'll be talking about during our post credit scene. And so thanks, everybody, for that. And we'll be back in just a moment. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. <laughs> 